Um, how do I? Oh, so full disclosure. Initially, when we were gonna record this, it was Monday, right? And Friday, I went to a show, and I got some new earplugs. So, because I'm old and I want to protect my ears, um, and it really deafened everything so i couldn't hear shit so i was talking a lot louder than i normally do and i blew out my voice and i wrote a joke specifically for that instance but now that we pushed it back a couple days my voice is fine but if <laughs> do you, you want to pretend me out yes i still want to tell this joke because i'm Go fucking proud of it okay so <clears throat> we're here for you You'll have to forgive the status of my voice. I was recently involved in a Tears for Fears interpretive dance production. I was the guy shout shouting, really letting it out. That's my joke. <laughs> I'm so blessed to have been born long enough yeah. to witness comedy in its purest form. <laughs> you know, it'd have been a lot better if you guys would have laughed. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what, I'm going to cut all that part out and just put the laughs after the joke so it sounds like... Yeah, it was just funny. like the Big Bang Theory. Just like the <laughs> and Friends and Friends. Just, yeah. <laughs> all right. Are you ready to do this damn thing? Let's do the damn This fun. damn ass thing? Airy day. Airy day. All right. Airy Welcome day. to the Toon Junkies podcast. Yay. Everybody's clapping. My name is Chris. Um, today, I am joined here by... The uh, how do I how do I want to introduce you? Should I say the reigning champ? Even though it's not really a, these aren't really a <laughs> one time reigning champ. <laughs> <laughs> You're better than me, bro. Like shit. The current, the current champion of one of I can't one. Even say two thousands because you were nineties last time. Yeah. So we'll just say <laughs> the guy who won last time, Evan Forkang of Across What's the White Water Tower. Thanks for And our dude. newest newest member. Coming in literally last minutes, being a real fucking trooper. What was the Tucker Bile? What was it? What was it that we had? I th- oh, oh God, it was. It was, was, a, uh, mm. it was definitely Tucker Bile. I'm trying to. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. It was going to be a good joke, but yeah, it was because yeah, I puked was, in front of Nick at my first concert. Yeah. So <laughs> I ever performed at just. <laughs> bro, so this this was like the it, okay. So it was funny, but also like I've never. Were been you there? there? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I, I didn't know you by, were there. I was by the pool tables. Yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> dude! I didn't know. You, I did not know you yeah. were there. Holy fuck! <laughs> so this dude's performing, right? And I don't know. I it, it was it just like anxiety of like performing. Is that what it was? So let me tell you about how I don't know how to control myself, and I <laughs> belt every fucking line, and okay. I drank like four gallons of water because okay. I was like, I need to not be dehydrated. I learned mm-hmm. that you just gotta let your throat get dry, man. It's just gonna get dry because otherwise your stomach gets full of water, mm-hmm. and when you push, it just bleh. so it's during the it, it's like I'm screaming and I'm I'm just going at it, and I'm like, uh oh, and I, I close my <laughs> mouth and I feel I feel my mouth fill with vomit, and I swallow it, and I'm like, good save, man. I'm like, fuck yeah, we got this shit. <laughs> so I I continue the line, you know. I'm going, I'm going at it. And then I'm like, uh Oh, and it comes again, but it's more this time. And I, I, and, <laughs> uh, my roommate Ivy had, she has a picture of me going like this on stage. Cause you can see me. I was like, oh! and uh, yeah. finally, 
I just hear like Dana Nana, and I'm like, well, I got 30 seconds to try and recover while that plays out. And then it was no, <laughs> you do not. So I ran towards the side stage because I was like, bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let loose, man. I'm gonna knock loose arf arf all over the floor. <laughs> and uh, I, I see Nick, and Nick just looks at me, and I, I just on the ground, and I'd eaten nothing that day. So it was like water and like my pizza hot pocket from 3 a.m. previously. But you and know what Christian, this dude? You know what this did, dude? Well. You know what this gonna... dude did? He went right back to he went right back to the show. He finished his set, no fucking problem. He let, fucking let me, it's the not show cool. goes it, on. No, no it wasn't nearly rally. as cool as you thought it was. I, I was like, it. I was like, nobody's gonna want to fuck with me ever again. I'm gonna have to move to North Dakota. My name, I'm gonna have to change my name to like fucking Tyler or something. Oh, no, don't do I'm, that. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, this breakdown though, it kind of sucks because our guitarist sucks, but I tried so hard on it. I need to at least go out there and rip it. Mm-hmm. So I remember just running up and finishing it and I was shaking because I'm like, everybody thinks I'm lame. And I ran <laughs> to the side and I was trying to wash my vomit off of me and everybody kept coming up to me and was like, Dude, that was the punkest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, those guys were really nice. And then it was like the whole venue. And then fucking yeah. Natalie from Phil Spear came up to me and I didn't even know she knew I existed. And she's like, do you do your own music? Cause you're like really good. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're literally who I look up to. Shut up. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. I didn't know you were there, Chris. I really didn't know that you saw me blow fucking Bro, chunks. I'm always I know there. you've seen a couple of my shows, but there. sorry about that. Evan, you you don't know this, but Natalie is my real life doppelganger. Okay, um, like elaborate. So <laughs> they're both gorgeous. When we're standing next to each other, if we're like facing forward, if you look behind us, we have the same body build, we have the same <laughs> hair, same right? Height. We have the same aesthetic. We wear the same fucking clothes, and we do, we're not even we're not we haven't even been friends for like our entire lives. We just met each other a few years ago, but like <laughs> I remember one year for Halloween. I borrowed one of her shirts. It's just a big, long Killstar shirt. And I had so many pe- – I had, like, shaved my face clean and everything. And it, people were coming up to me like, hey, Natalie. And I'm like, oh, you're not Natalie. And I was, like, Fuck. really – it was really fucking with people for a hot minute. They were like <laughs> – she, she posted it the next day, and everybody was like, yeah, I didn't like that. That costume was really good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I worked hard Dude, on it. <laughs> but we are here today to discuss – some albums ain't that right boys mm-hmm. in, in, a little, oh, yeah. in a little early era called the 2000s two thou- to be specific 2000 to 2005 those are the those are the that's the window of albums we're deciding my to go childhood this time. i'm a baby i, I was a child then right. too i was just a little more <laughs> a little more traumatized because i saw 9-11 happen i was like <laughs> I, I, I think we talked about this. Dude, I know. Bro, what else am I going to talk? It's the early 2000s, okay? That was a pivotal moment. <laughs> that, was, me, that was the okay? event, all right? That you had to be the there. Yeah. Bro, it was I like, what, New York. He was there, dude. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's up, Denny's, but for New York, right? <laughs> nah, I what the like fuck's up, New York? That's funny. Dog, I live like a half hour from the city. My dad was working there. <laughs> uh, was he okay? Hold oh, on. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, like, like of course, loved all of the 9-11 victims and shit like that. Like, I don't mean to, like, make that light of a tragedy. I would have felt especially bad, though. No. Like, yeah, man. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm like a less popular Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His dad died in 9-11. That was, that was the joke I just made. Fuck. Just I so you calling aware. me Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. <laughs> I thought you were throwing shade. I'll be real. <laughs> Who? 
I thought you were calling me Pete Davidson because I said no, something stupid. I was saying, no, I was saying no, Evans no, I got Pete Davidson now. because his, his, if, if his dad had died, he'd be the less popular Pete Davidson. I'm changing my name to Skeet now. <laughs> you got the All white right. shirt, bro. Sun <laughs> theme. <laughs> so let's, uh, if you would do me the favor, uh, please, Evan, we'll start with you. Just tell me your name. Uh, what band you're in or music you make, and we'll just uh, set off. That'll be our nameplates for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Evan Forking. I play guitar and do the production for Crossway Water Tower. Um, we're from New York. We're a metalcore band. Uh, we just announced a new tour today with Famous Last Words for August, and we're doing uh, another Attack Attack run in October as well. That we announced Bro, yesterday. Yeah. We've got some more stuff that's coming up too, but uh, yeah, we uh, put out an album in March called If You Died Right Now, What Would They Remember? And uh, give it a listen, let me know what you think. Yeah, and then you can uh, listen to the interview that Toon Junkies did, and we talked yeah. about it. Hell yeah. Um, I'm not rude, I'm looking you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling you. Who means <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see if that's true. Attack, attack, I think not. More like mm, defend, oh, defend. Oh, really? Attack, attack, like with Kayla Shomo? I don't think so. Protect, um, protect. So <laughs> I saw that flyer for Famous Last Words today. Um, and listen, I don't like it. I don't, like I it? think, I don't, and, and wow. listen, the only, my only qualm, my only qualm is that their acronym FLW, Yeah, it, it bleeds too much into the, the background and you can't see, it's hard, the bot, that bottom of the L is too hard to see for me. I, s- I see what you're I'm saying. I'm going to be picky right now. I'm just yeah. letting you know, but. That I saw that and I was like, "Who? What the fuck is FTW?" Dude, and then we I got was the like, flyer. I was like, like "Oh, it's FLW." Famous last words. We it got the cool. flyer like a good fifteen minutes before we announced it, and it was like, "Hey, you're posting <laughs> this right now." We're like, "Okay, bet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, also is that is that like a new thing? Have they always abbreviated or what? I thought it was? I'm like not sure. Last I thought they it was did like, the tour with Dayshell before COVID and oh, it was spelled out. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. I love Shaylee. Um, but um, yeah, they did actually spell it out on that flyer. Um, it was like a wake at last on that tour as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it was a choice. To Famous spell. last words. If any of you are listening, if anybody is tight with that band, tell them go back to the old logo. Uh, <laughs> FLW. <laughs> I, I, it, it just JT, looks too much like this. it looks too much like a <laughs> Florida nice. wins, and that's never been the case. <laughs> <laughs> they are from uh, Tampa, or they're based out of Tampa now. I think. Uh, Does oh, that crap. make it better? No, that's. Not <laughs> <good>. <laughs> that's I was not born good. in Florida. I can say that. That's not good. They're gonna hear this. I'm gonna be in Florida next. By the time people are listening to this, I'll be in Florida, and maybe they'll come Raggie. get me. Come get me in Disney World, famous last words. <laughs> Meet me at Space Mountain. Scrape you off the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight in front of fucking Cinderella. Fist, I don't give a fuck. Cuffs. Well, I mean, Cinderella. <laughs> you said, this left hand is what I need. I need to see whose face fits it the best. <laughs> All right. Talker. Oh, oh, geez. I'm not nearly as cool as uh, I already forgot your name. I'm the worst piece of shit. It was Evan. Oh my yeah. God. I almost called you Nick. If it makes That's you feel fine. any better, I followed you on Spotify and I downloaded all your guys' songs. Oh, so that means you, you can't that, be man. mad at me now. No, That's it's all how good. That works. <laughs> I just play guitar, dude. It's all good. Like, Bro, I have three guitars and I can't play a single one. So, <laughs> fuck. 
But uh, my name's Tucker. Uh, I go by uh, Tucker Bio because I'm edgy. And uh, <laughs> I was a solo artist primarily, but my band that I stole my last name from is coming back, Bioluminescent. Uh, me and me and Robert Baker, for the local people out there, we're making a, a little something a little fun, something a little uh, little symphonic, a little 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 ghost town meets uh, Thy Art is Murder type shit. So I'm hitting up some witch house artists too to do some stuff. So hopefully I can get Sidewalks and Skeletons and Time Cop 1983 on there if they don't want too much money but we're just doing some local shit i mostly play bar shows i'm not nearly as cool as mr evan but <laughs> i i was alive uh, i was alive in the 2000s and uh, i did listen to all the albums so i'm really excited uh, i listen to the tune junkies when i'm murdering people and i need something to cover up the noise so don't really incriminate me like that actually <laughs> actually well, you, you told know what? me you needed the listen li time li i was gonna say listen you know what i'll take the publicity yeah yeah yeah, let, let, numbers, listen man. to me as you commit your murder sprees. I'll I'll take it. Well, it's to it's to drown it out. I don't necessarily like pay attention to what you're saying. Oh, I'm not inciting really. it. It's just it's like the music. No, that no. Fucking what's this? Uh, Bateman. Bait. <laughs> yeah, Bateman yeah, yeah. Uh, from the Bates Motel or whatever. <laughs> Huey, I'm the Huey Bateman, Lewis. I'm yeah, the yeah. Huey Lewis to your Bateman. That's what it is. <laughs> and that's fucking man. awesome, bro. I love Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis fucks. <laughs> All right. So does uh, so does Bateman, but we don't like to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little that's a little Oedipus uh, <laughs> for for us. a little little Sigmund Freud in the building here. Having I can't chosen believe the word Oedipus, <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think I pronounced it right, but you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, it's like the it's like the Greek name for an Oedipus complex. It's like the dude who wants to bang his mom or whatever. I, I, it might be Oedipus or something. Listen, it's Oedipus. Oedipus complex. Someone definitely told me that before, Oedipus. and I just didn't pay attention. Yeah. You've got the Oedipus, and then you've got the Electra. Electra is kill mom, fuck dad. I really appreciate you telling me that because I was actually very curious. <laughs> yeah. You were a confused boy. Now you are a smart so, man. Having chosen the first panels, well, let me let me see if there's. I've got a. You want to? Do we want to talk about it now? Do you want to talk about? Oh, what your, we mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. I think we I should. think we should do it now, yeah. and then we'll then just a little banter to yeah. so the listener can hear you guys talk and get your personalities before we cool. jump into this. Yeah. So, Evan, you asked me a question before we started recording, and it's a fantastic question. So much so that I didn't really want to answer you beforehand <laughs> because I didn't want to use up all my mana, right? So let's let's take to this bitch while the, the mics are hot. Yeah, man. Um, you brought up TikTok, which is a big topic in the community mm -hmm. right now on Facebook, on the, the Reddits, on the, the forums and whatnot. What the old and, people use. Dude, um, I downloaded TikTok. Here's my experience. I'll tell you my experience first, and then I'll pose the question. Um, I, you know, I have it. I have a few posts up on there. I don't really understand how to use it, but I understand <laughs> that uh, it's getting a lot of people a lot of traction. The question, mm -hmm. however, was uh, how do you feel personally about how certain people, no one specific, but it's just being talked about a lot that we have to put up TikToks every day, force content down people's throat, consistent schedule of posting, Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, a high demand for that. Um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure for musicians, mm -hmm. and you mentioned just people in general. So let's so talk I, about that. I think the – so I want to – I don't know this for a fact. I'm sure this has been a, a 
a uh, situation that people have been aware of for a while. But I think the past couple weeks there was that situation with Halsey, right? Where she oh, I was this. she was recording uh, um, herself meeting with her with one of her producer executive people like that from her label, and they were telling her that she couldn't release any new music until she had a viral TikTok, and like in in now my conspiracy brain says this is all fucking bullshit and it's all whatever, but. That's I don't I don't know that for certain. It's just something I keep in the There's back of my mind. There's your viral shit. It could be fake. So, but yeah, that was she and she posted for uh, several times afterwards, just like saying that she's she hates that she has to she can't release the music, the art that she makes until her label says, oh, this many people have to be talking about you in order for you to release your art. When the freedom to be able to release your art whenever you want should be up to the creator right right um absolutely i think that just the pressures of social media are really taking a lot of the not uh it's putting an unnecessary pressure on musicians in an industry that is already hard enough right so in order for you to stay relevant you have to do you know uh you have to have engaging content every fucking day. How many how many of you feel like engaging with others every fucking day? Probably none of you. It is I mean, there are those there's those weird extroverts that are just or what do they call them? Sanguine personalities where they're just <laughs> on all the fucking time. What a fucking time. vocab word. I'm stealing, <laughs> I'm stealing that shit. We're sanguine? all about vocab Hell words yeah. today. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought only Bram Stoker could say that word shit. Well, you know, it's crazy. I just, as I said that, I was reminded that that's actually a lyric in one of the albums that we listened to. So oh. it was a thing that I, it I had to look up that it, so sanguine is a word that I knew, but in the album, um, Sunlandic Twins, which we'll get to, um, they use a different version of it, sanguinary, which is I, I didn't know I didn't know that was a word, so I looked it up, um, but we'll get to that. But yeah, I think there's a lot of pressures to stay relevant and stay engaged because that's where the majority of us spend, you know, the youth spend our interaction time is online. I was talking to my friend Gennaro, who is a Gen Z. He's fucking 20 years old. He was telling me that real life, like physical face-to-face bullying isn't that big of a thing anymore because everybody's personal lives and it, like circle groups are online. They don't, they go to school to go to school and then they like bully each other on the web. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> that way like, they can learn. Yeah, I was like, I had They're just responsible real life bullies, but... Yeah, I think that's um, the whole pressures of uh, social media and, like, you got to post this every day. It's just too much. I think that was well said. I agree for the most part. I mean, there's definitely, like, you can use marketing and you can use your personality because how many bands and music groups are so big because, like, you know, their front man or their guy is so likable. Like, I think Mm -hmm. I just saw Silent Planet do, like, a merch thing where, like, uh, they had, like, extra hoodies or whatever. So the lead singer, like, made a, like, uh, God like a like a 40 sitcom style like a leave it to beaver style sitcom but he's just in bed with the hoodies and he's like no just next to it. And i think that's fucking genius because yeah. it shows you that like even though you know it's like you know it's not too he's not a murderer he's not serious yeah. you know you just can still we make monster noises doesn't make yeah. us monsters we're not monsters exactly yeah. and i think 
but yeah, I, I think the everyday shit is like way, way too much. I know there's certain people who are great at it. Like I know like motionless and white has taken TikTok and used it to just completely uh, blow up, which makes me sad because I couldn't participate in their open verse contest because I don't have TikTok because I'm a 23 year old boomer, I guess. But <laughs> bro, shut the fuck up. I'm 30 and I have a TikTok and I make TikToks, bro. I, I just need to get a better phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That having a good camera is very important. There's I'm very like surprised. <laughs> oh guess, yeah, yeah. So much it editing doesn't have goes to be. It. it doesn't have to be a great camera. It just has to be. Because listen, some of those, uh, you get. I get these uh, feeds where it's like old Vine videos that were shot on fucking like iPhone iPhone fours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty. It's pretty those grainy. Were the good days. <laughs> but oh, all man. those videos are fucking gold. They're gold. Yeah. Absolutely. The shittier the, the shittier the quality of the video, the more likely you are to laugh. <laughs> that's I'll put I'll put money on that. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Um let me see. Oh, that uh the one more thing I wanted to say about that is the the pressure that they put on it, I feel like it just kind of it's taken the fun out of it, right? It becomes a job more so than it already is. And especially if, you know, I I've met a lot of musicians doing this thing and surprisingly enough a lot of them have some degree of social anxiety. They don't like they want to make music, but they don't always enjoy doing it in front of others, which is fine. But like then to add another element to where like, oh, you have to expose yourself more. Fucking just push all that sh- I just feel like we're going to stress a lot of people out and it's going to break some people. And that's not as much as I love music, I'm not going to ask you to break your fucking psyche to do it, right? No way. It goes back to, do you care if you want a gigantic audience of people to see it, or are you looking to get to that point, whatever you define gigantic as, yeah. or are you just doing it because you enjoy it, you know? Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure most people who are doing something that they enjoy would love for a lot of people to also enjoy that thing. Right. But I'm not going to fucking stress myself out to the point where I lose interest in the thing that was bringing me joy. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll stay in my bubble. If this is if this is where it's at, that's where it's at. I, I'm content here, right? Mm-hmm. If more comes, more comes. But I'm not going to fucking break my back to you know stress myself out and make the work less fun enjoyable you know? yeah. yeah less enjoyable it's your passion it. yeah i don't want to fucking run it into the ground i'm just gonna i'm just gonna enjoy it for what it is you know for what it's worth yeah because yeah. i think we can all i think we can all make an assumption that anything that we've ever seen start here that got to here listener i'm pantom i mean a handful to an <laughs> armful right um that it changes things. It always changes things. People start talking to you differently. People start interacting with you differently. You know, th- uh, you know, depending on how high up you go, then people start like talking to you and using you as a product, right? And I don't want any of as that. As an icon. Yeah. yeah. I don't want any of that. That sounds or really- Or a brand. Like a brand. Yeah. I, I watched Macaulay Culkin and Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber like fucking lose their minds. From going from granted, they were childhood. children, yeah. right? But still, I don't, I don't, it just the whole industry just seems super. And I'm not just talking about music industry, I'm talking just like 
anything that has to do with it. Yes, entertainment and like the celebrity kind of realm. It just seems super toxic and like it seems to not do great things for mental health. And I don't, I can't afford to risk any of that. (laughs) That I absolutely feel. For me, it's just super oversaturated at this point over anything. Like it's just so like deafening for the lack of a better word you know mm-hmm. it's like Everyone... I, I feel like like drowned by all this content yeah and hashtags yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah it does it's i feel like right now there's a big bubble and something's gonna happen it's gonna pop and then it'll like it'll level out again right something new is gonna happen because i just think that that's how things work like things get big they pop and then we find out the lanes of how things work, right? Right. I feel like everything Tucker, are you gonna die? Don't oh God, don't die on the show. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. There's a piece of tape on my window that looks exactly like the PayPal logo. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for you. Oh, did you did you notice my my camera that I set up? I <laughs> okay. At you you was... looked so scared for four seconds. You were like, "Oh my god, who did I invite on this show?" Well, at first, <laughs> no. At first, I, so didn't under, I didn't understand what you meant, and I was like, "Bro, I saw your camera turn on when you joined," and I was like, "No, I didn't see you set up." I was like, "Oh, you mean the?" That's it. No, it's fine. On me. You're like, oh, it was a funny. You're not stupid. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's hard sometimes. I get it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Enough dicking around. Let's get down to brass tacks. Okay. We're here to talk about some goddamn albums from the early 2000s. Some God of those damn. albums would include a number one, "De Loused in the Comatorium" by the Mars Volta. Uh. The Beautiful Letdown, Switchfoot. The Sundlandic Twins of Montreal. And Tucker, what was your pick? Let It Enfold You by Senses Fail. Yes. So there are four albums, listener. You did count that right. And there are only three voices. You are such such an astute observator, right? Um, well, initially we had our friend Josie uh, scheduled to be on the show with us. But she had a... Uh, uh, death in the family. Maybe I shouldn't say she. I don't know this person all that well. So they had a death in the family. And so uh, out of respect for their choice, because I already did listen to it and I did really love it and I didn't want to like nix it off the episode. So we're still going to talk about it. Just know that this is uh, Josie's pick. She's in many bands. Uh, one is uh, Dream Meals, another is Radical Fools. And then I believe they just put out their own solo project called sin s-y-n i'll i'll plug it later i I gotta i gotta look up the the handle for it but we'll get to it um but just know four records four people suggested them but only three of them here uh josie uh, we hope everything uh pans out well i know the transition from uh having to loss is never a very smooth one so best of luck to your transition um so uh, where was my note? There it is. Having chosen the first panel's winning album, Dummy, by Portis, Portishead, let us begin with what we'll call our current champion, Evan. Tell hey. me about this goddamn trip that I listened to called Dude. the Mars Volta. 
This I album knew it was him. I knew it was nuts. I love this record. Um, I grew up listening to this record, and I kind of lost touch with it, kind of forgot what it was until the last few years when I was diving back into my um, pre-discussed Reddit rabbit hole of <laughs> random indie records and things from this time period. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it's their debut studio record. It was produced by Rick Rubin, um, who I'm typically not a gigantic fan of, but I obviously love the production and mixing on this album. It's really well done. And um, it's a concept record about a story that was written by their vocalist and a co-collaborator whose name is Jeremy Ward. Um, And it's about a guy named Serpent Tax. Hence the name in the uh, last song of the album. And um, he is like suicidal and uh, he's like a drug addict. And it's all like based on like their friend in real life, apparently. Um, he died of a heroin overdose. Jeremy Ward did. Yeah, like a month before the album's release, uh, he, he died of a heroin overdose. But the album was based on someone else, and the guy in the record like overdoses on like morphine and like rat poison, and he goes Listener, into like a coma. I can assure you that's not a good combination. No, it won't feel great. Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, he uh, he goes into a coma and experiences all of these crazy hallucinations, and uh, eventually wakes up and just commits suicide. And it's a really long whiny tragedy and it's like <laughs> um sonically it's it, i guess it's a post-hardcore record with a lot of jazz and fusion elements and influences <laughs> there's a lot of weird keyboard horn elements and instruments going on lots of um, ambience a lot of ambience a lot of yeah. really long ambient passages mm-hmm. um the box are nuts what's up I said the Vox are nuts. That's like oh, my, yeah, the, yeah. That's something that I think is great, along with uh, it being the concept album. And you obviously having so much passion for the story. I do think that the, obviously, I'm the vocalist, so of yeah. course I like the Vox. But I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the vocals. And the, the concept especially, it's very reminiscent of something that came out more recently. Um, uh, the the Not the coma machine. Coma ecliptic by Between the Barrier and Me. It's like kind of a similar story where a guy goes into a coma and experiences all these crazy things, wakes up and decides he doesn't want to deal with life and kills himself. So, um, which is another favorite record of mine from a lot later, not in the time period. But, um, yeah, I I thought that was an interesting comparison. Anyway. I feel like the story of like a guy going into coma... uh, Gives you so much freedom to just, I mean, he's in a coma. He's in his subconscious, right? You can literally write whatever you want. It can be, you could just make Salvador Dali into like lyrical form. And it's like, oh yeah, he's in his subconscious. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he often does too, I would argue. Mm -hmm. It goes surrealist quite a lot. Uh, And there's some crazy, I had to look up so many words. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good though. Having to look up a word. It was fun. That means you're going to remember it. It's like a fun album to read the lyrics to as well as listen, which is a big habit of mine that I'm not good at. I like don't read lyrics to anything, unfortunately. No offense mm-hmm. to you as a vocalist, Tucker. Dude, but, I, I do the same stuff, bro. Yeah. I'll sing the wrong lyrics for three years, man, until someone corrects me. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> like as long as like the rhythm of the vocals and the melodies are pleasing to me, then I can 
sometimes get away with bad lyricism, but that's not the case with this record at all. Bro, it's so elaborate and just convoluted and just weird words that I don't Sometimes yeah. I will change the lyrics to a song just because it will better suit my my situation, right? Like, it doesn't have to be... I didn't know other people did that. Oh, yeah. So I need both of you to explain this to me. That's mainly... <laughs> oh, okay. I, that's, I know exactly what he's talking about. That's mainly how I consume music. So a lot of the times, if it's a concept album and I go into it knowing that, then I can listen to the story. But most of the time, I have no idea because I don't do any research on the bands that I find. I just hear a song I heard like three seconds of a song I'm like ooh I like that and then I'll just listen to it and be like oh I like that a lot and then as I listen to it I'll hear the lyrics and most of the time it's like something that I can kind of relate to but in order for it to let me really nail it down into um like my emotional uh fucking to make you feel it to make it hurt yeah yeah, I will change certain words so like if let's say they're singing about a he. Oh, he left me and left blah, blah, blah. I'll turn that into or... a she for me. Just so <laughs> that it's more powerful and more meaningful to me. Like, Personal. it doesn't really change a story at all. You know, it's it's still kind of the emotion. But in order for it to really punch home for me, I'll do it like that. There's actually... That's really interesting. I have a note about that in the beautiful letdown i changed one of the lyrics so that it fits me and not uh (laughs) it's it does kind of change the meaning of the song but it's also perspective so in what i'm talking about he's more referencing jesus where i change a word to make it reference me i'm not saying i'm jesus i'm just saying that but you are your own god that i do believe in yes and during I-Step week in school, I was Christ Widener. So maybe I am Jesus. Christ Widener. Yeah. I'm crying. They only gave you so I'm many so boxes glad. to fill out your name. And they only gave <laughs> my full, my real name is Christopher. So they were like, you have to put your full name. I'm like, there's not enough boxes. I'm like, we'll just fill Christ. it. I'm like, well, I'm Christ then. I can get I out of this it. test now, right? <laughs> I gotta go. My brother in Christ, you still people. have to take it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had never listened to the Mars Volta, okay? I knew about them, I'd heard about them, but a lot of the times the people that I encountered that were fans of the Mars Volta were not people that I wanted to hang around with for very long. They're very dedicated. (laughs) I don't wanna shit on anybody because it's your passion. If you like the music, you're allowed to like the music, okay? But. I just I don't do well when things are oversold to me. I immediately become withdrawn, and so then I won't even look into them. I had never listened to Mars Volta until you kindly suggested this album. Now, there were aspects of this album that I really enjoyed, but as a whole, it's just not something that I connected with really? right now. Really? Wow. And that's not to say it's just... Maybe, so a lot of things go into how I receive, you know, music, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of it is environment and I don't know why I said it like that. Environment, (laughs) right? (laughs) So I listen to this at work and if I can't remove myself from where I'm at, like in that moment in time, there's a lot of the, um, background noise, background noise and 
other things that are stimulating me that are also kind of tainting the story of this, right? So like, have you ever listened to an album and you're like, oh, hey, like, I knew this record, but like, I didn't like it, you know, four years ago. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what I'm banking on for this record right now because there's a lot of things about it that I really like. I really like the vocals. I really like the post-hardcore guitar. I like the ambience. But right now, mixed together, it's just it's 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 not me. I wrote it's yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Uh, I've got one one little thing. It says. To me, it has many aspects of things that I enjoy in music. High cleans, ambient elements, prog slash post-hardcore instrumentation. This album would be really great to get stoned to if I <laughs> I was going to get to that. If I understood what the fuck they were yelling about. What the, <laughs> what the fuck is a pink eye fountain? Dress the tapeworm? Yes. Pet tentacles? I don't understand any of this. <laughs> it's nuts. Bro, three and a half corneas, bro. <laughs> Yeah, bro. It, this was one of those those many of the songs where I was like I couldn't just listen I had to also watch the lyric sheet as it like yep. scrolled so I'm like what the f- pink eye fountain that's disgusting what is that is that <laughs> is that a butt is that diarrhea I have no idea. is he referencing diarrhea <laughs> is that a butt I got no clue <laughs> I have no is idea. diarrhea pink often I will say that is maybe part of the reason why I'm such a big fan of this record because yeah. it is one of those albums that you just have to sit with in your room and just vibe out to. Mm-hmm. I personally get stoned to this record, like you said. So, yeah, it does try that, that really good for me. Try that I, next time. I was <laughs> stone cold sober, bro. So, yeah, that, bad <laughs> environment. Affects, yeah. yeah. Fucking saws whirring and people yelling all the time. I think yeah, that's honestly, because yeah, that's that. the thing, like, there were so many things about it that I really liked, like, you know, as I, I just mentioned, but it just wasn't clicking for me. And I think it might just be one environment. Like, I do need to be alone and get stoned. Maybe I'll do some a little bit of mushrooms, do some macro Ooh. dosing and listen to this album. Maybe see if I can get the story to play out in front of me because that would be an experience yeah that's and that's kind of what i need to do for like when i'm listening to an album front to back as i'm watching it's almost like a like an old-timey projector right i'm seeing Mm -hmm. seeing the and it's like bleeding out but i gotta watch it and as i'm working i'm also thinking about don't get your hands too close to the saw don't cut your fingers off. Ooh, but what if you did cut your fingers off? Do you think it would bleed a lot? Yeah, it would probably bleed a lot. Would you scream? Would you? Man, uh, eh, I think you'd probably be shocked at first. And all these what ifs. Yeah, see, that's that's my brain all the time. So yeah, constantly asking, them. trying to figure things out. I feel out. you. Yeah, it's not quite, and I, I've seen a bunch of other people say the same thing that it's not the type of record that you can just like casually listen to. No, which I completely no. understand. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. Yeah. Is that a thing for Mars Volta entirely? I would say so. Yeah. Um, something we haven't mentioned is they were the same, or a few of the same members were in At The Drive-In. Um, yeah, and the relationship of Command is probably one of my favorite post-hardcore records, I'd say, which is, it's not from the 2000s, it's like 99, I think. But um, yeah. yeah, it's all the same members for the most part. And um, yeah, I, like I guess part of the reason why I love this record so much Comatorium is just because it feels like relationship, but Mm -hmm. with jazz fusion (laughs) and atmospheric, which is everything I want. 
and I love like the swan core sound. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. were like pre dance Gavin dance kind of like coheed era of like that emo y like post hardcore sound. You're gonna love just, my review after everything you just me. said. You're gonna love my review. Yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's why I chose that record. Tucker, you have any thoughts? What do you think of this album? Have you ever listened gonna... to it before? No, I have not. I have heard of them probably in like a like a comment section on like Punk Rock NBA or like Reddit or something yeah. before. You know, <laughs> like like Reddit, Reddit, you Reddit, saw it on Reddit. Reddit yeah. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so what I was I, saying, man. I found them in my Reddit hole. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I forgot about this fucking band. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't know what to expect at first. I saw like the name and I was like, is this gonna be like some old school gent core that I'm about to hear? It's and I was <laughs> not at all. But uh, I. Uh, I'm kind of I, I I'm kind of the same way like uh, like as Chris is I have ADHD so my fucking brain if you don't capture it I'm just thinking about stupid shit and sometimes mm-hmm. it's really really hard for me to turn my brain off and sometimes that suffers now that being said when I listen to this record because it changes every thirty fucking seconds what the yeah. hell's going on I was just kind of like I was almost in like a like thought paralysis because I'm like oh fuck what's coming next and I'm like why does that work I'm like this is some tool time signature bullshit right <laughs> yeah. now, you know and, uh, and I'm sitting there I'm like oh god is this prog this is prog I'm like I'm discovering prog I was like oh god I can do fire now no I'm just kidding but um <laughs> and it's something that uh the vocals aren't something that I would necessarily say is my style or my vibe or something that I would ever be like, Oh hell yeah, I'm going to put this in my repertoire or something that I like, but I fucking cannot deny how fanatical he is and how clean the tone still fucking is. Even if I don't, even if I don't necessarily like the sound of the vocal, I can still be like, that is some talent, bro. You are spitting it. Yeah. You were, you were spitting it. And even if uh, the lyrics are very surrealist, but I still really like them because they conjure such images in the brain and it's almost eldritch, you know, uh, in my kind of perception of it, because it is a dreamscape because it Mm -hmm. is, you know, his fucking nightmares and regrets and stuff like that. At least that was my reflection with it. I did a little bit of research because I was like, this name is fucking weird. And I read it and it was like, it's a concept album. I'm like, like Alisana. Dude, love Elisana. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Um and I do, uh, so I liked what you said about how the 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 choice of words forces an image in your brain. And I love Absolutely. I love yeah. anything that can do that. When you can say words that without you even choosing to do it, it just puts the picture in your brain. That's that that's impact. like a weird superpower, right? To just be able Absolutely. to say something and make someone's brain picture it. That that's is like how super, that's crazy. I feel about that record for sure. Absolutely. I, uh, I was laughing earlier because you were like, it kind of like forces my brain to focus. <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> it's edging for ADHD. That's what Marshall says. <laughs> yeah. It, it, dem- you close, it demands your attention. It, it gets does. you close to getting like totally getting distracted. And it's like change up time signature. You're like, oh, hey, they're doing something else. And then it's, it's so spastic. And yeah, that's great. It's just I, erratic. It's spastic. It's all over the place. It's just such a fun album. Like, I'd actually argue that I like it more as a casually uh, casual listening record. Like, I'm gonna put this in the background while I'm playing Guilty Gear and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, actually. <laughs> fucking like, dude, the, the jazz parts are my favorite shit. Like, I can definitely see like ten hit combo and some fucking child online and just fucking, you know, it just fucking, oh, it just busts in. I'll go fucking Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct, hell yeah. I my review for this album is as follows. This album is what you'd get 
if Coheed and Pink Floyd had a baby, and then you raise that baby with dosings of lithium and Jean-Luc Godard films. That's that's what you would get. It's really interesting you mentioned Pink Floyd because the <laughs> album artwork was done by the same guy that does Pink Floyd's album art. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Isn't the Red it, Hot bro. Chili Peppers bassist on this too? Isn't yeah, yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that was something that I found out while researching for this podcast. I had no clue that Flea did all the bass on the album, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you go back and listen to it and you're like, oh yeah. yeah oh, this yeah, makes yeah, so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I, I get it. They were listening to and actually recorded in the same studio or house that um, Blood Sugar Sex Magic was tracked, Ooh, and nice. they like kind of got that like same vibe, like moody, because like the house they thought it was like haunted or whatever it was all like broken down, spooky or mm-hmm. shit. So like they kind of just took their environment and channeled it into the music, which which I is love. the most black like metal that. shit ever. Total black metal, yeah. Like, like you I can be to, an elitist all you want. That's some sick shit. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I listen to bands like like Set Fire for Flames and Godspeed You Black Emperor that just do like total weird experimental shit like that. So I love when I read about little backstories like that. If I had to give this album a rating, I would give it a rating of one Burger King taco. Meaning, I like the idea of it. suck, dog. Listen, I like the idea of it, but it just left me wanting more. But not necessarily more of it, you know? It's an hour long. What more could you want? (laughs) No, I'm saying I I don't want more of it. That's what I'm saying. If I had to pick a favorite song, though, I'd have to go with, uh, is it Ariatarka? Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah. The chorus is the best. Mm -hmm. One of the best ones on the album. Was it Drunkless Lanterns? I think was was my favorite. Or Drunkard uh, Lanterns. Dr- drunk Drunkard Lanterns. Lan- yeah, yeah. Drunk Ship. Lan- that's what it was. Drunk, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I had two days to listen to the three albums. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. I yeah, always that, forget uh, Roulette Dares. Those are all good tracks. <laughs> that, I like the outro a lot too. It was very. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It just. It's, yeah, it it sat me. Hard, it sat dude. me there. It, it made me sit there with my thoughts for a second. Yeah. I didn't necessarily like that, but. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that melody. Alright, I'm trying to figure out what order I want to go in. Um, Could I go pee real quick? Yeah, go for it. Hey, is this important? You're listening to music and having a conversation? Oh, I always have background music on during these. Hello? Oh my God, you're a fucking martial force of will. I would, you guys would be talking, I'd be like. Are you butt dialing me? Very low, just like a little background. Oh, I feel you, almost like a fan yeah. or some shit. Yeah, All right. yeah. I got the it's deer like, hunter like, on. <laughs> the what? The deer hunter. Oh, like the band. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I was like, what is that? Is that a device that makes noise? <laughs> no, dude, I, I, I. Um, hey, is this important? I always knew them, but really jammed them recently. Is this important? Fucking yes. amazing band, dude. Is this important? I don't know if you listen to them, but no, uh, them. no, I'll have to check them out. I'll like, have to. I've been on like a. One. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'll do it right now. Yeah, it's a no. lot more accessible than Mars Volta, no. but similar. <laughs> it's like post hardcore, but on the indie side. It's weird. Oh, okay, so it's like it's got like go. the little guitar breaks that are like da na na da na na like vocal pads. I love that shit. Yeah. Yes. Also, um, my heart is black, but not like night, but not like this. No, no. Hell, I love that shit. I will eat that shit up. Sorry. Mostly clean vocals, though. It's my, cool. My neighbor who lives like 
we all are in this kind of it's kind of an apartment complex but they're like three houses yeah. that are split up um she was like hey i was like is this important <laughs> she was like yeah i was like what is it did you get a notification about rent increase no you didn't no hmm interesting i'm like okay bye <laughs> click sorry i'm sorry the landlord doesn't like you <laughs> Well, at uh, least if it goes up, you're moving soon, right? Yeah. Well, they. Well, so here's the thing: they better not try and increase it, okay? Because here's the deal: uh, that's not my problem, okay? It's it's six hundred. The rent is what it is, okay? And what I would end up doing is I would just get <laughs> everyone in here to just not pay it, just pay the normal thing. Strike. Yeah. What's he gonna do? Kick us all out? And then he has no tenants. <laughs> What a fool! Yeah, no. You played yourself. Yeah, I will keep paying you what I've been paying you. Um, you'll just have to find other means, okay? <laughs> just like the rest of us have to find out how to pay for five dollars and fifty cent gas, okay? It's just how it goes. There, dog. It's hard out there for a pimp. Have you tried just like walking really fast? I don't have a car right now, and I'm kind of glad about it. I yeah. don't either, but yeah. I'd be paying people gas money. And I'm like, inflation. I'm, okay here's, here, I'm like, here's $45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> That's not, ask anybody who's ever taken me to a show. I'm usually like, here's $40. And I'm like, here's 45 Here's 50 Here's 40 <laughs> Uber's here. actually cheaper now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like my DoorDashers come out here and I'm like, bro, you ha you cannot be making money. I live out in buttfuck nowhere. What are yeah, you doing? It's rough out there. All right. Are we ready to move on to the next album? Let us. I am. I'm ready. All right. This album comes to us courtesy of uh, of a one Josie. I don't know if this is a real name, but this is what it said on in Messenger. Squadroni, <laughs> Squadroni. I don't know how to say it, but that's that's how it. Neither looks. here nor there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Josie offered up uh, the Sunlandic Twins by Of Montreal, released. April 12th of 2005. I had never heard of this band. And I played true. three seconds of the first, like of the top song that was on their streaming thing. And I was like, all right, Chris, what have you gotten yourself into? <laughs> what, what did <laughs> we just like this one? What did we get just, what did we just get suggested? Right. So I did a bunch of, I listened to the album. I tried to keep a very like, um, what's the word? Unbiased mind, right? Because you got to go into it unbiased. If you're expecting it to be something else, it's never going to be that, right? So um, I was surprised by this album, and I ended up liking this album like a significant amount. Um, upon further research, I found out that this like entire record was recorded by almost entirely by the frontman uh Kevin Barnes which to me feels like a real Dave Grohl move which is that's <laughs> what he yeah. did for his first record was he just recorded everything and told everyone it was a band it's like no it's just me um but yeah that's I, so lonely <laughs> yeah listen you know that's as well as anyone sometimes musicians are hard to come by especially drummers dude he okay? got Taylor Hawkins from Atlantis uh, Alanis Morissette. Mm -hmm. Rest in that peace, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, they just announced the tribute show. Yeah, they did. They're doing one in Los Angeles, and then aren't they doing? Are they doing one overseas too? I didn't see where. It I was. think there was one. They're both in September. 
but yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, what did you guys think about this album? Tucker, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go, I'll go first. Uh, I was in a similar mindset as uh, Misio Chris. Uh, I was like, I was like, all right, I've been in a huge synth wave kick actually. So when I heard like the the drums kick in, I was like, oh, I was like, what have we here? And then I heard the lyrics start, and I was like, oh, 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 and, uh, <laughs> oh, it's yeah, indie. I, was, well, I was just, I was just listening to some of the shit that he says, and you know, and uh, like I, I can't fault the dudes. The dude's voice is flawless, and his flow is great. No, mm-hmm. and I did, I researched all these. I looked up reviews and shit afterwards to see if I was stupid or not. Which <laughs> there, there's so many shit reviews for all of these albums, and great yeah, reviews yeah. for that. I heard this was like their worst work, and like uh, for, of Montreal or, or what have you is like so much better after this, and this is a necessary stepping stone to greatness or whatever. Right. And I'm like. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's that bad. Um, it was something that I, I wouldn't necessarily ever listen to on my own, but I really, really, I, if there's an instrumental version of it, I think I would actually, I would listen to it. You know, what's interesting. That's, that was kind of my stance too. So like there were songs where I really did enjoy the, the vocal accompaniment, but like overall, I think I really preferred the instrumentals, uh, the instrumentation over, but I think that's, um, I think I was reading that this was one of the albums where they were really leaning more into an electronica sound. Like this was they wanted like, you to dance to it. Yeah, this was more like new. This they were getting kind of into new territory, and this as Synthasia, your as, as the, your review the, stated, the forum board said <laughs> this was the a stepping stone to become what they are now. Right, so this was like a essentially like a, a practice run. Which might explain why Kevin was like the only dude who did anything on it. But for what it, <laughs> for what it was, I I I was able to enjoy it. Now, from start to finish, did I enjoy it? Nah. But there were yeah. some things um, in it that I really enjoyed, like the the big song off of it, which is apparently their their big song, "Wraith Pinned to the Mist," was a very commercially successful track. It was featured in a commercial for Outback Steakhouse. That's how you know you made it. Um, it was in the movie Cloverfield, and it was in the show Weeds, um, which explains why this song sounded familiar to me, having never listened to this band before, because I'd probably heard it through, definitely through Cloverfield, because I watched that movie. Um, yeah, Weeds, I don't know if I watched movie. all of but yeah, Cloverfield was fucking fantastic. Yeah, Weeds was weird. It did not age well. It's That's right. what I've heard. I've heard, it, I've heard it was popular. Like it was popular in its time. What was that early two thousands? Yeah, yeah, like uh, like the the funny uncle uh, takes the twelve year old to like a massage parlor and like he actually gets like an adult massage and everybody's just like cool with it and I'm like that's not okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like you just I molest I got my child molested. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I was like, well, it was 2003. Yeah, I'll say early 2000s things. You know. It's a show about weed. What do you expect, man? Anything <laughs> can happen. <laughs> crazy. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Cobble breaker. Whatever. Um, <laughs> there is a, what did you, did you guys, what did you guys think about the song Forecast Fascist Future? <laughs> Such a great title. Oh, yeah, that's what bro. I was gonna say. <laughs> I loved that. I was like, we're gonna check this song out specifically just for yeah. its song <laughs> title name. That's what I thought about like pin in the wraith or what have you. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say, um, I, I think that was one that I actually kind of it, it was like because uh, it's towards the middle, isn't it? Because I, uh, I, I thought I listened to him um in order on Spotify or whatever, but um I think that was one of the tracks where my eyes kind of rolled in the back of my head a little bit and I was like trying to absorb it, but I wasn't, <laughs> oh. you know. 
I, I went a different direction me. with eyes rolling in the back of your head. I was like, is it, oh. did it make you come, bro? <laughs> oh, bro. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I, would, I would tell where you my head was at. I'd be like, CUM certified. If, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that particular one didn't grab me too much besides, you know, like the, the instrumentation is just, instru- uh, like it's interesting, I think in all the songs and mm-hmm. its own little, little weird fucking like disco meets funk way. Yeah. Like the bass lines were my shit. That was yeah, probably yeah, my yeah. favorite part, but I can't really, I don't think I, I, I probably, if I had more time, I probably would have listened to it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I only listened to each of the albums like once through, uh, I'll be honest. I, I didn't do a whole a whole lot of homework on him, but uh, I mean, you listen um, to it. That's that's on, the only requirement is that I at least need you to listen to it so you can be like, oh yeah, that part, yeah, yeah, yep, the, the diddly diddly, but <laughs> the diddly diddly. Um, so there's a in that song it, it says boredom murders the heart of our age while sanguinary creeps take the stage. Boredom strangles the life of the printed page. I really loved that lyric. Um, so much, but I was really confused at the sanguinary reference. So, so I had to look it up because I thought, uh, sanguine, uh, just meant like happy, right? A happy, uh, uh, like, a uh, an optimistic personality, right? So turns out sanguine doesn't only mean cheerful and optimistic. It apparently also means bloody and blood red. And I don't know how it means both of those things. How can it mean optimistic and cheerful, but also covered in blood? I never knew it meant cheerful. I only knew that it meant like bloody and shit. I'm going to be real honest. That's me, the edgy guy. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) I think I learned, I only knew sanguine from, it was a, a, a type of personality. You've got melancholy, you've got sanguine. You've got there's two others that I can't fucking remember right now, but main like main personality traits. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's how I knew it was that it was a personality trait, happy and optimistic. And then it was like, oh, covered in blood. When did so they? Bizarre. When did they change that? And even <laughs> even if it was regardless, sanguine drop boys. <laughs> regardless of which one came first, the fact of the matter is they both mean something very different. And I don't know. Who the fuck is making who who the fuck let this happen? What QC what QC let this through? I suppose it's par for the course in the English language to have a word mean many different things, but I don't I'm fucking mm. I like thinking about that shit where there's like a table of like eight people sitting around, you know, in a conference room and they're all just deciding about some bullshit like that. (laughs) Like there's a discussion like that for all things at some point. How do we feel about red? What about it? What is it? Well, that's the past tense of reading, of course. Okay, but what if you're well read? Go on. What do you mean? <laughs> well read. Like you've read a lot? Yeah. Okay, well, what about read? Well, yeah, that's the past tense. But it's spelled the same? So the present tense and the past tense are the same. To read and to read. It's spelled the same? I love it. Keep going. Give me more. Give me more. More One deer, same as multiple deer. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to follow it up with the bigger boys. Yeah. <laughs> Miss. Nope, it's moose. Nope, it's moose. Um, my So overall, I, w- I was surprised at this record. It's, pro- it's definitely something I never would have encountered in like my day-to-day unless I went into like a, a very CBS. hip Portland coffee <laughs> shop. That's where I would expect to hear this, this album. Right. It gives me Reddit vibes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had little to no expectation that I'd enjoy this album. I don't have much exposure to indie pop. However, even though this album sounds like the soundtrack to a Wes Anderson film, I really enjoyed it. One thing I saw while researching it is that the band was part of that Elephant Six collective with like Jeff Magnum from um, Neutral Milk Hotel and like all those weird indie bands. Fuck out of here with Neutral Milk, bro. Yeah. Somebody recommended that album to me. I, well, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know what album it is, I but I know Milk. The aeroplane over Hotel. the sea. It's it's got the the lady the portrait of the lady yeah. with like a weird face. Somebody's it's like, the oh, Chris, you'll, over the sea. you'll love this album, and yeah. I listened to it. Bro, I was offended. I was offended yeah. that this per like granted, this could just be the time and place. This was many years ago. Maybe I should revisit it. But I remember being upset listening. I was like, what the what? What do I listen to that makes you think that I would like this? The I was music mad. Shit, is one thing. The vocals I can't really get around, but yeah. a lot of the other bands that were part of that um, no, baby, scene, get down. Um, I think like like Sweet Trip and like some weird you know indie disco pop bands like mm -hmm. that. But that's kind of why I enjoyed the record because it was reminiscent of like a lot of those weird indie records that I found on Reddit once again. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, some, I... like Beach Boys vibes a little yeah. bit. Yeah. some sometimes, which was cool. Get some Beatles vibes too on the yeah. box. It was it was fucking. It was a real. It, it was a real trip. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of the, it was fun. It is fun. Overall, I'd give this record a solid Casper the Ghost rating. Meaning, I was surprised by the sound, but by the end of it, I can say that we're thoroughly acquainted. One could say we're even on friendly terms. But will I revisit it? Probably not. But we'll see. Time makes fools of us all. It's a specific mood I gotta be in for it, yeah. but I did really enjoy it. Uh, my favorite song was either Wraith or I really liked the lyrics in Death of a Shade of a Hue. Very, very gloomy. That was, very... That was my favorite. Yeah, I really liked that. I really liked the lyrics in that song. I saw the song title and I was like, oh, I'm a sad bitch, you got me. <laughs> I was like... Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm listening, Barnes. Give it to me. I have a I have a bad habit of like when there's a new album, instead of starting at the beginning, I'll read through the track list and I'll be like, I like this song title, and I'll I'll listen to that one first, and then if I like it, then I'll go back and I'll start at the front and work my way down. But that's Dude, how I, I decide whether that. I listen. I've done I that too. I can't do it's it. It's such a bad habit that I have, but it's, it's such a spoiler for me because like, yeah. I'm such a big like like I don't know proponent of like albums and like especially when I was releasing my album with my band I like wanted to release a album not like an EP not singles right. like I like the album experience where mm -hmm. you can sit song one the song whatever and thoroughly enjoy the experience front to back you know yeah there's a lot of thought and effort put into how the the album is arranged right and yeah. that's why fucking Adele got all butthurt and she made Spotify change that to where like if you if Sp if you're using free Spotify you now listen to the album in order. Like, oh really? Because it used to be oh, on shuffle know. and she was like I'm not going to let you use my album if you're not going to let people listen to it the way that I want it arranged. And they were like, "Okay, done." So she did one good thing for the music yeah, industry. Yeah, thanks, Adele. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate your she, sacrifice. She backed up my vinyl for eight months, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Bro, I'm still waiting on my fucking uh, I Set My Friends on Fire record. Dude, it's been, like, a good 11 months. <laughs> yes, whatever. I, I've stopped pre-ordering because I'm like, oh, I won't see this for fucking two years, bro. Whatever. 
So I just got my death tax one in from Wormwood. It was supposed really? to come in in like October. Yeah, I got Damn, it. They I gave got me like way so... long ago. Did you? Yeah. Shit. What? Damn, maybe they just don't like me. I'm just kidding. Um. All right. So that was Josie's pick. Tucker, you're up, and then we're gonna then we're gonna end with me. Oh boy, because it's uh, my so... show. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, the finale. But uh, Save the I best picked. For last. Uh, <laughs> I picked uh, Census Phil's like first like actual studio full length. They released like uh, like an EP before from the Depths of Dreams, and I love it, even though it sounds like it was recorded in a garage because it probably was. Probably but, was. What was it? Two thousand one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think this came out two thousand and three, if memory serves. But uh, correct. Yeah. Um, but Census Phil is like my first emo band. I heard them in like Guitar Hero in like 2008. I know, I know I wasn't there at the start, so I'm a fake fan, but, uh, and they really catapulted me because listening to Census Phil, you know, I got a Pandora station that led me into Hawthorne Heights, which led me into, oh, you know, Taking Back Sunday. And it was just a deep dive. And then, you know, and then it was the newer core bands like Pierce the Veil and Bring Me the Horizon. And I was like, oh God, I'm emo. I have snake bites. What happened? <laughs> but uh, I think this album really constitutes that. And I know Buddy has gone out and said that he hates this album but some of the fucking lyrics in this album are just so angsty and they just you can just really relate to being an angry like 17 year old boy like let me take thee like a whore to a chainsaw i'll leave you like your father did like holy <laughs> shit dude Fuck, what did man. she do to you man <laughs> Bro, that's, who are you there was no and, shortage of very direct and uh uh borderline uh, not okay. Misogynistic. Lear- yeah. yeah, there we go. There it is. You, the misogyny. He's, he's that said was it. In- yeah, okay. He, 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 right. he said it and he's he's taken like, I don't want to say credit because it makes it sound good, but he's taken accountability. There yeah, you go. He's, Responsibility. He's been like, I'm not proud of it. I don't want to play those songs anymore because yeah. they're not who I am anymore. Not all of them are, are like, that bitch is a whore and I hate right, her right, now. Right. You know, <laughs> that was just a, like, that was a thing that was very prominent in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Boys really letting out how they feel and saying some things that shouldn't have been said and definitely didn't age well but you stupid fucking you know the line yeah (laughs) do you remember they really were on some incel type shit back in the day now Dude, for, do you remember the merch that they, these bands used to sell yeah, to people? Man. just like, cutting bitches yeah you're yeah. like stupid fucking whore just things just impact font on the back stupid yeah. fucking whore the whole back I'm like bro what the fuck there's and so many music cool. videos they're that screaming cool. at the chick uh, I just right in her face she's like tied in a chair and shit that, there's yeah. so many of those like that it was yeah. like stick stickly I was like oh thank god she's free she can she can walk <laughs> <laughs> she's not yeah maybe that's why so many people are into BDSM now is because all those videos are people tied up honestly it's to keep them from running away I, that's an MTV next joke <laughs> so oh hello good night Hold on, listener. My uh, it's clobbering time. My lights just went out. Um, did it just like turn off? Oh, it did. Okay, we're good, everybody. I forgot. So I have a timer on. So these are Wi-Fi connected, right? And at, there's a certain time where at nine o'clock the lights will turn off to let me know time to get, fucking go to bed. But, <laughs> Um, which also means my bedroom AC is running, which doesn't need to be. Okay, so not a ghost. I did think it was a ghost there for a second. And I was like, finally, some interaction with this ghost that allegedly lives here. But I think she's a lesbian and she doesn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> Especially after listening to Census Fail. Yeah, 
Listener, that's not a derogatory thing, okay? My, the person who lived here before me said that she felt someone get in the bed with her, but no one's gotten in the bed with me, which makes me think the ghost is a gay ghost. <laughs> it is the only thing. logical solution. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, honestly, that's the, only, that's the only thing it could be. No, it's, it couldn't be that I'm too enamored with my cat to pay this ghost Or attention. it's just a, As you should a be. male ghost. Most. Come on, bro. I'm a great cuddler. That oh, he's probably an old ghost, and he's probably super homophobic. It's an old man, uh, yeah. some old fucking man. old. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That makes more sense. It makes more sense that it's an old homophobic man. Yeah. <laughs> what's a good old man name? If we had, I was name, just gonna ask you what's his name. Is <laughs> let's go Hubert. with Hubert. Hubert? <laughs> uh, it makes like it sound like name. he plays chess in the park, man. It I makes don't it know. sound he's... like he's a pedophile. I don't like that. One. <laughs> I well, mean, not, I feel like that's what the, the vibe is going for. So, uh, pedophile, homophobic, just not a great guy all around. Honestly, I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad getting an exorcism. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I'm evicting you. So I had never listened to Senses Fail, even though I grew up with it around it. I was an OG original fucking emo kid in the early 2000s, but Senses Fail never got in never got onto my iPod and then subsequently down the years they would be census fail would be on playlists and so like I knew was it like lady in blue dress and then yeah what was the what was that other one uh bite to break the skin, skin. I know yeah, that bite one to break skin but like I never so listened good. and there's a reason so much like Mars Volta Fair. It has elements that I really enjoy. You know, it's post-hardcore, it's angsty, it's whiny, it's it's everything that I I connect with in music. But I just I can't get over Homeboy's vocals, okay? It, they're just they're too nasally for me, okay? I they sound great, right? I just they're fun and they're easily involved vocal melodies like nothing real extravagant so it's easy to sing along to i just don't care for the nasally vocal style i just not for me do you know what i mean by nasally i i know I, about. Okay. yeah I, I know exactly what you mean i think uh, he's got a very defined voice but he's got the emo he does, voice right yeah. he's got the i'll leave you like your father dad you know yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's how I learned to sing was from from listening to that. So mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you completely. I, I understand it's not everybody's ish, and uh, especially because he's got he's got a very particular one too. You know, it's yeah. not like the generic like Jason uh, from uh, uh, Just Surrender. That's a throwback. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, type of voice. Uh, so I, I understand. It's so funny, you just brought up that band. <laughs> Dude, uh, so I play bass for like an emo night karaoke thing with like a live band, and uh, Chris from Just Surrender plays guitar for it. And uh, I was going to say, like, yeah, so listening to this record, like, brought me back to, like, Just Surrender and, like, you know, early fucking, like, Taking Back Sunday and Hawthorne and all the bands you mentioned. So it's like, you know, I was... I was vibing with it. You're, you're like, oh, you're an emo emo kid. I yeah, just, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, all right, I get this. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it's not that the the like the record is bad. I think like the songs are great. The the uh, instrumentation is wonderful. Like I said, it's everything that I do enjoy in like post hardcore. But I think anyone who's ever listened to me talk about any band ever knows that the first main thing that I focus on in like bands 
is the vocals. It's that's that's the thing that I hear first. I know some people are weird and they listen to they hear the instruments first. It's almost that like they play mean. instruments, but it depends uh, on what's who first. Who does that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I do I, just not well. <laughs> I do just not. Yeah, I don't put it I on my that. resume. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason it says salesman on my Facebook profile. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I I like this album. It's just now question tucker since you're since you're the resident expert is that his vocal style for like the albums leading up to that and that one or is that like that's I'm how so he sings glad, in all of i'm them. so fucking glad you asked this question okay good. so uh he basically had a they, they had a period where they had like four albums and it was just basically them getting better and better as a band yeah. and he keeps the same style from like this until i would say like um uh, life is not a waiting room. Okay. And then he got married and he got happy. And then they released like three albums that nobody vibed with. Cause it was all like, I'm so happy. I carried the wind. And then, yeah. uh, his, his wife, uh, died while giving birth to his daughter. Um, and I hate Jesus to be Christ. like, I hate to be like, that's a really sick fucking driver. But I mean, like, holy fuck, he wrote some shit that just really skates you to the core. And he's he's older at this point. He's in his 30s. So he's still he's still a little high, but it's not nearly as as like um, as, as exaggerated as it is earlier. He leans a lot more into his lower like like man voice, but he's still a higher uh, uh, temper. I don't know if you just don't like that in general, but no. like he's got a it's if you can listen to uh if there's a light i hope it finds you because he literally is screaming about how he can't raise his daughter alone without her and shit it's so no. good dude that's he wrote her a love song on her that's deathbed tragic, called dude. in your absence I'm dude I, I love buddy nielsen oh he's God. so he, rough, man. Uh, i didn't know uh, that well it's like burt mccracken's uh girlfriend died while she was pregnant in a car accident uh no way I, I think Holy that was uh, it was either uh, the inspiration for I think it was uh, oh my god it's the poster you have behind you Chris what's the album from in Love, love to Death in Love and or, Death in Love and Death like and that's what like Cut Up Angels is about basically is the fact that he can't kill himself to go up there with him or with her yeah. there was that's a, what, they'll clean up the mess you know yeah there some was wicked a, shit there was another thing that happened to Bert on with after well it's pre that tour but he took his dog to uh on tour with him and then it got out and they got hit by a truck and fucking died Fuck. and i forget i've talked about it on the show Herbert, before, but man. there's one one song in particular that i like i really loved and then i listened to him talk about how uh that was the the meaning behind the song and i was like well i mean that does suck but um <laughs> that kind of ruins what it meant for me you know hold on let me see if i can find um i like that you just make your own meanings for songs like actively because I, I don't do that is it all that i've it's got it's part of being a main character personality type <laughs> I, w I don't know about that for me it's just like if there's a meaning that like the artist is trying like whether i'm like looking for it or not if there's like a meaning that the artist is trying to tell me or convey i want to mm -hmm. know what they're trying to say and then like if it's just not vibe just not vibe but, well, so it's, like, it's so interesting. There's there there's also I don't know. It's I I think there's a little bit of narcissism at play when it comes to this because like <laughs> oh it has to mean something to me like it yeah. has to be uh, applicable to me yeah right. But it has no worth if it's not worthy to me. I feel I, you. I think it just depends. It really it depends on where I'm at emotionally when I hear the song like. 
is it an emotional sad song am i sad at that moment so yeah i'm gonna rip it and put it into like make it fit for my situational thing but like if i'm content and i'm listening to a sad thing then i'll hear the story they're telling but then when i'm sad i'm gonna twist it so it fits my fucking puzzle piece for that moment Maybe yeah. I do that subconsciously just because I don't read lyrics all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't often. I don't read lyrics unless I don't understand what they're saying. Like, yep. I need to make sure I heard them say this right. Like, I was listening to um, something earlier today where um, they were saying something about a high school letter, but the way that they mumbled it and the way that their accent uh, played off. It sounded like something very different. And I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to know that they didn't just say what I think they said. And uh, they said high school letter, not what I was like. I think I know what you're it, thinking. It starts with an N? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was like, uh, no fucking way. No, there's no way <laughs> yeah. they let this slide. And I was like, okay, good. All right. But yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have to read lyrics, so make sure. Um, Listen, you're not like Etienne Sin exists, and that motherfucker got away with that shit. Or not, however yeah. you look at it. So, there's, <laughs> listen, it's it's been an interesting time that we've it gone sure through. Has. Things, sure you know. Has. What a um, timeline! If I were to rate this album, um, I'd give it a rating of one crisp bottle of Sprite. I'm sure you guys are loving my ratings right now, um, and in that meaning, it's a satisfying experience but only if I'm sick or trying to sip on some lean. Basically, this album, its consumption is situational for me. That's all I'm saying. I understand. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. It's not bad. Just I got to be in the right space. I think if I had to pick favorite songs, it'd be Bite to Break the Skin or Irony and Dying. I thought that the, song, ir- the irony of dying on your birthday. Yeah, that That's song so was just good. wild. I fucking I loved that song. It was it was so the a- building just push you off. Yeah. <laughs> I love be- it so much. He talked about becoming a serial killer. I'm like, all right, yeah, this is this is absurd. I'm 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 here for this. Now, uh, can I ask if any of you, either of you fine gentlemen, what was your favorite lyric of the album? Because I think Buddy's lyrics for me was what personally has always captured me because I'm I'm a lyric whore. I'm an English kid. Like I read I read poetry and shit like that. So I just kind of want to know what really grafts to you. And I and I know, Evan, that you, you, you don't like vocals as much as instruments, but. It, yeah it's not even that it's like i just habitually just forget to read lyrics like i honestly didn't read the lyrics for this record just because i was like so kind of infatuated with the riffs and like the emo old school vibe i was just enjoying they swirl it. the guitars yeah. just swirl they're Dude, so like martini good. kiss i was just vibing <laughs> so it's so good it's yeah. such a vibe so, so good but yeah i can't pinpoint a lyric but I do really Fair. like Martini Kiss. I would say that's my favorite song. It's, it's will, an unready banger. I'll tell you, just because... Now, it's not... It's not <laughs> uh, you know, it's not breaking new ground. Like, wow, what a fascinating writer. This just took me back to a simpler time. When I was in high school, and I was enjoying, enjoying the musical stylings of bands like Family Force 5 right oh my god (laughs) so i really liked irony of dying and specifically this was the line that sold me on this song where he just says i want to die like jim morrison yes (laughs) yeah dude fuck yeah i love that 
Yeah. Oh, and then after that, so he good. says, uh, he said, I want to die like Jim Morrison, a fucking rock star. I want to die like God on the cover of time. Oh. <laughs> All right, so All right. pour some fame in my glass. Yeah, I, I like that. So too. good. Pour some fame in my glass. Kill the forest. Kill the beauty. Let the beauty die or destroy the beauty. Whatever. Yeah, destroy. I like that song for sure. It reminds me. I really enjoyed me. the local phrasing. Yeah, it's like it fits together really well. I like the artwork it, too. The artwork is yeah, fascinating. it's so good. I love it. It's. I fuck, I hate my ex for stealing my shirt of that fucking art every day. Fuck don't you, Don't they all? <laughs> Bro, don't you hate it when they steal a, the when when hoodie. they steal something that you're like Honestly, Man, I can't replace that. I have My no, heart. Listen that shit will grow back. Listen to this dumb shit, okay? I had an ex who took one of my uh it was a a state championship football sweatshirt. Uh the high school that I went to <laughs> went to state only a few times. Only a few times. Okay, one of them was in 2005, and I had this sweet fucking, it looks like it was made in 1998. It looked old, it was kind of like that dingy, kind of off gray, like ashen white. Bro, I love that sweatshirt, and it fit me perfectly. But guess who doesn't have that sweatshirt anymore? Me, listener, I don't have it anymore. (laughs) And I can't remember which ex-girlfriend took it. And that's the thing, because it's been so long since I've worn it. Oh well. You would, like, be on Facebook, like, hey, you remember that sweatshirt? <laughs> you know, I could I get that I, back. Be like, totally, it was really comfy. I've done that. <laughs> you know, it's not like there's a super long list of people I would have to contact to try and track it yeah, down. Right. And there's fucking three girls that I could be like, hey, do you, do you have my fucking football sweatshirt? Yeah, why you know, are you, from like why the 2005 state championship. Maybe you've heard of it. It is ashen gray. Ashen gray. Um, but we yeah. were listening to Census Fail the last time that I saw it. I don't know if yeah. you remember it. <laughs> All right, I don't so, know why she was so mad. All I said was. <laughs> do we want to move into the last album? Let's do it. Let's do it. So. The last album of this wondrous episode is, in fact, my pick, The Beautiful Letdown by Switchfoot, released February 25th of 2003. Now, boys, let me get your perspectives on this album before I read you my big fucking long thing. (laughs) Dude, it looks like a lot, but I'll talk through it real quick. I'm so glad that you uh, suggested this one because. Um, I mean, we've talked about quite a few different genres and bands and artists and albums together, obviously. But this, like, I don't know why might be my favorite record that you've shown me. Yeah. It's like, Mm. it just scratches some random itch in my brain of early 2000s alternative rock Mm. that, like, Chevelle kind of, like, does, like, that sound. Like, I love that kind of stuff. And when Meant to Live came on, which I, I love that it's, like, their biggest song and also the first song in the album. Um, it's the it's the song that broke them into mainstream popularity. Yeah, that riff, I immediately was like, oh, I fucking know this. Like, <laughs> yeah. why it's did it all these years later have I forgot about this awesome band Switchfoot? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, the name has always been around, always meant to recheck them out, and I'm so glad that we're doing this because I, like, so much enjoyed this record. Like, mm. the heavy sections were awesome. The ballad tunes were great. Um... 
24 I actually knew from like being a kid as well and I was yeah. there's so many moments where I was like oh my god I fucking know this like the <laughs> the, the chorus melody in 24 the da, 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 I, mm-hmm. ugh, that, really really good so yeah um, really me, enjoyed it 24 hold on uh, it's the letdown. outro track beautiful letdown I'm trying to think because there's a song on this album is this the da na na Da, na, na, yeah. Da. So yeah, you know who also has a song that sounds like that that's super popular? It's Paramore. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I want to be like, yo, Haley, do you fucking like Switchfoot, bro? <laughs> <laughs> this came yeah, out before that, you did. Th- that melody is genius. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's beautiful. Makes but, you kind of want to slow dance. It makes you want to waltz. That's what it does. There's it makes, so many different emotions that the record like gives you, like you know, meant to live, and then like a bunch of the first, like maybe the first like five songs or so, are just like pretty fucking heavy and like just some mean ass riffs in there. And then there's some really beautiful ballads like towards the middle, and mm-hmm. then especially 24 being one of them. So yeah, I can't say enough good things about this album. It's mixed really well. I don't know who mixed it, but. I love the production and the mixing. <laughs> I uh, I also want to thank you for calling them an alternative band and not a yeah. Christian band. I saw that they get labeled as that, and yeah. I thought that was interesting because they're actually not Christian at all, right? Well, they they are Christian. Let me see if I can pull my. Quote but it's not here. like in their music, like they don't make it like a focus. Like they no, just it's kind not of randomly not, got labeled as it's it. not gospel. But I mean, there are Christian themes References. in their music because they are okay. Christian. All right. But. Yeah. Let me see if I can find. There's a quote in here. Um, it says, "While there are Christian themes in the music, the band considers themselves Christian by faith, but not by genre." Right. Much, and then I wrote, "Much like Creed, but don't even get me started on my love for Creed." And then I, think I saw <laughs> they um they got randomly thrown on a bunch of like Christian like pop and rock charts and playlists, yeah. and then they just blew up from there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, I mean, I think people knew they were a Christian band, so like a lot of church groups um, will like play their music and stuff, and kind of like peddle it in a way. So I think <laughs> they definitely had a very big fan base of Christians, right? Because it was right. Christian music. It's not dirty. It's there's no bad language, so you can let your kids listen to it. But yeah, and then yeah. "Dare You to Move" and "Meant to Live" came out, and then those got on like the radio, and then. Everybody, including little heathen shits like me, started singing <laughs> Dare You to Move while riding his bike and throwing fucking lighters on the ground. <laughs> That's what I did. With, with the ace of spades in the spokes. <laughs> no, it was a Pokemon card. That's what I had. Which one? <laughs> oh, it was normally an energy card. And depending, oh. sometimes it was a fire, sometimes it was a psychic Ooh. energy card. <laughs> Just whatever flavor Chris was feeling for the yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was a good indicator of my mood. <laughs> He's feeling psychic, boys. Get away. <laughs> oh, He's God. He's go a psychic. fire starter now. Oh, jeez. Look out, Drew Barrymore. Did you Barrymore. the sunblock? Yeah. <laughs> Speak- <laughs> Speaking of Drew Barrymore, did you guys watch that new Firestarter movie? No. Or not no, new, but there. the remake? Don't. I saw, like, ads for it, but I don't watch shit. I'm real bad about watching anything watch new. Watch the original with Drew Barrymore. Sure, it's from fucking 1984, and it's not it's, it's not convincing at all, but it's it's better than the remake. The remake, they had so much got. space to make to fill that story, and they didn't, but whatever. They were just like, oh, Zach Efron's hot. He'll, he'll, he'll distract everyone from the, the <laughs> boring storyline. 
In fact, he can't no, he act. Won't. And you're like, how did he get this job? Because yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> Does he know where he is right now? This isn't your travel show, Zach. All right. So when it comes to Switchfoot, Switchfoot is the only band to be featured on this panel that hasn't had a hundred fucking members. Okay, <laughs> I looked into yes. each band that was. Yes, yeah, Fail has shit son. Mars Volta yeah. has, and here are the exact numbers, listener. Census Fail have they had a bunch of members or has it been consistent? Uh, Buddy's the only original member. They've had like three guitarists. They've had okay. I think they're on their second or third drummer. So, <laughs> so yeah, it still they've, applies. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. And so the Mars yep. Volta, it, they just had so many studio 20, collaborators. Yeah, 20, oh, 20. Yeah, twenty. I on Wikipedia said past members. There was a list of twenty names. Yeah. <laughs> Um, of Montreal, sixteen. Oof, uh, wow. Originally, we were gonna, t- we were gonna. The fourth album was gonna be Real Big Fish, eighteen members. Switchfoot. Fuck. Do you know how many past members they have? Or zero. One past what? member, and you know when that happened? Wow. February of this year. That's wow. They have been the same people the entirety of their of their career, except until God damn, up until February of this year. They deserve an award for that. From 2005 to 2022. Same four fucking dudes. Shout out to Drew Shirley. Yeah. (laughs) So this album was a huge success and launched the band into mainstream success. This album kept them charted on Billboard's Top 200 for almost 10 years and was eventually certified double platinum, meaning it sold over 2 million copies. Fuck. For fucking 10 Fuck. years. Yeah. 10 yeah. years, bro. <laughs> Can't relate. Amazing. So, this was initially the first record the band had ever produced, not on a label. With that freedom, they were able to record the entire album in two weeks. But getting fuck? picked up by Columbia delayed the release. John Foreman, the vocalist, said, Sony is a big battleship of a company. It takes a long time to turn it around. It's like trying to parallel park a Buick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hashtag fuck Buick. Yeah. Hey, now, that was my first car, and I loved that fucking 1999 Century Buick Custom. I did a lot of drugs in that car. I also slept in that car a lot. I mean, it's a a Buick. Yeah, that car had been some places, bro. It's Um, a floating trap house. (laughs) So... To me, the solid delivery and pointed trajectory of these songs comes from the fact that they'd played these songs out live many times before they recorded them. They knew exactly how they wanted them before they ever saw a studio. Uh, John is quoted as saying, The beautiful letdown is about real life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's an honest attempt to reflect on the great and terrible aspects of being human, the tension of existence. What a what a beautiful way you put that, right? Oh, and so that clean. that very that very idea is the very reason why I fell in love with this album. Um, and that's a very recent development, um, by the way. I when this album came out, I was in middle school. I knew and loved the two hit singles, "Dare You to Move" and "Meant to Live," but never looked into the whole album until about four weeks ago. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I get nostalgic and I revisit popular songs from when like I was young. So I was like, all the time I'm like, oh yeah, dare you to move? I fucking love that song. And so I listened to it, and then I was like, you know what? 
Let's just listen to the whole album. Fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? I waste an hour. <laughs> you become oh. a Switchfoot fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a shame. Oh, no. What if I become a Christian? <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be a plot twist? Oh, no. Oh, heavens. <laughs> so, um, uh, the song Meant to Live actually got an alternative music video, which was used to promote Spider-Man 2 in 2004, which only, only solidifies how fucking fantastic that song is, is that it got a Spider-Man movie. And as I said earlier, while there are Christian themes in music, the band considers themselves Christian by faith, not by genre. Um, I think the diversity in this album is what really drives the album home for me. I love when a band can do more than just one generic sound. Also, my love for John's vocals are a big factor. I think this album means a lot to me currently, because of a mental shift that's taking place. This album is, as previously stated, an optimistic perspective on a less than perfect world. Existence is stress and pain and sorrow, but also opulent, wondrous, and inspiring, which only solidifies how perfect the title, A Beautiful Letdown, is for this album. You want to know the moment that sold this record to me? In the song Redemption, there's a line that I misheard when I first listened to it, I thought it said, these scars are bigger than these doubts of mine, um, to which I interpreted as basically, the things I've survived have made me stronger than the fears that I carry sometimes. The actual lyric is, uh, I've got my hands at redemption side, whose scars are bigger than these doubts of mine. You know, he's talking about the nails that right. were put in his hands, right? Um, but... That I don't really like that story. Um, never have, <laughs> never will. Um, so <laughs> I, I changed it to these scars to insinuate, you know, my scars. Right, where I've come from can give me the strength to push through that which I have yet to experience. I've got this. You've got this. Life can be really uncertain at times, but we've made it this far. What's one more chapter? I can't believe I didn't. I honestly. I'm really curious as to who I would be if I had listened to this album in 2005 or 2004, whatever. Whenever, How do you whenever. think you would have interpreted it then? Well, see, that, that's the interesting thing. I think this album means so much to me now because I am in the appropriate headspace to be dealing with the stresses of life and the, you know, we were meant to live for so much more. Oh, I dare you to move like, you know, uh, What's that? What is it? Ammunition, where he's talking about. That was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Ammunition's fucking great. Um, where he's talking about. Um, maybe it's not that song. I probably should. Well, no. I didn't want to write down all the lyrics because I wanted to talk about all the songs. But in this, <laughs> there's a lot of like identity crisis going on in this in this album, right? He's talking about who I am, who I want to be, like who I should be, and lots of really pushing towards growth and like not necessarily dwelling in the in the um pain and misery as we all love to do in our emo albums right this is more of a yeah hey things suck but what can we do about it how do we how do we grow out of it you know it's not it's not sulking it's trying to push you forward and that's what i really fucking love about this the the lyrics in this in this album it's positive mhm yeah, yeah. Which is a, a real turn, 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 a real turned page for me, because I, I normally like to sulk the used 
sulk him you know this him. okay him. him is not that bad bro there's so bro. many songs that are about finding love and light in the darkness shut up he's such a goth romantic <laughs> i dude listen i think romance is a fucking sappy We're kind killing of loneliness yeah Shush. see that's that's like sulking bro it's like you know uh it's celebrating and, love and what it does for your heart dude what do you mean uh, dude it's i don't know it sounds it sounds listen i'm a huge fan okay I, I obviously just, I don't have a poster. <laughs> You're telling me this fucking love metal isn't kind of fucking mopey. Talk about I, I, rip out the wings of a butterfly. <laughs> Come on. Man. I mean, co- compared to the compared to uh, to the user, especially to, to the Census Fail album I put on the table, That's fair. That's I, fair. I would say he's a little bit more positive, yeah. uh, especially in Love Till Death. Like, there's some songs on there that are kind of bright too. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like uh, but yeah, I was just I was just more like, come on, they're not that mopey in my, in comparison to emo. <laughs> my mopiness, my mopiness for that rec for him in general comes from the fact that my favorite record is probably their mopiest record and that's a uh, uh venus doom venus doom is incredibly mopey but that's because he's like working through heartbreak and that's why and that's why i love that album so much what what color is that album um it's the the oil painting that's oh, the, okay, okay yeah that one venus okay. doom that's entirely about like he was in like a super big uh deep relationship and then it broke off and so i feel you yeah uh it was a core core got me into it yeah yeah core got me into him like recently i never i missed him growing up even though i love bam margera i love jackass i was always like it's a weird pentagram they got on him yeah it's surprising you missed it because i I just never listened to him i didn't know what it was and uh did you watch uh viva la bam yeah i watched viva la bam i want vil was on there I, I know, and I just was like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm not gonna listen to your band. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the library. I'm gonna go on Newgrounds. I'm gonna put on playlist.com, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna listen to <laughs> I'm gonna listen to every single Sense of Spell album and Three Days Grace album that I pirated off the internet. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> Let's start Even, a riot. A riot! Oh, I, I wanted to be Adam so oh, bad when man. I was younger, man. That's how. Bro, I've heard this so long. I remember playing some fucking nascar game and hearing uh all these things i know yeah all these things i yeah. know they changed the name of it from like the uh the original and they changed it to everything i hate about you but it was originally all these things i hate about you yeah there it is yeah i was i for a second i thought i was like am i saying bullet for my valentine right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean they're kind of like harder three days grace all let's be real <laughs> what fucking song am i thinking all the yeah all the small things no what Valentine song am i thinking of all these come on you're gonna make me google it bro i'm fucking looking it up right now because i have to I'm... know <laughs> what was i thinking of that i kept bullet for my valentine all these things i hate revolve around all these things you. Are, you yeah yeah no yeah you were thinking so um, that's what my bad fucking three days grace song am i thinking of i Hate everything, everything about, about you. you. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, bro, am I having a stroke right now? Do <laughs> you smell toast? <laughs> no, I smell my feet because I moved him up to my, my chair. Oh. Well, I, I was walking in some flip flops down to the fucking Smiths because the Smiths chocolates. caught on fire today, bro. 
Tucker, this is more for you. Evan doesn't know about Smith. That was that uh, that venue you were talking. That, yeah, that yeah. is where I vomited. My yeah, vomit yeah, yeah. is oh, now same venue. It's now ashes. <laughs> yeah, not in I'm ashes, so but sad. something did explode in the in the on the bottom floor, and it like it it's fine structurally, but it did blow uh, up the doors and the windows. So I was over there. That's it's fine. been a while since we've done that. But um, as for favorite song, Kitty, what are you chewing on down there, bro? <laughs> What are you fuck, dude? That's it. That cubby's not even that big. Yeah, I know you're not comfortable scrouch, crouching in there, dingus. Anyways, um, favorite songs. What are your What are your favorite songs, boys? Twenty four. Twenty four. Interesting pick. All right. Or ammunition. Ammunition was mine. Yeah. Ammunition was on mine as well. It's either ammunition or redemption. I really liked. Mm-hmm. I, that's because of the lyrics on redemption. Yeah. I was gonna, you have you have your personal story to it. I yeah, totally yeah, yeah. get that. You're yeah. gonna always like it more, mm-hmm. obviously. But ammunition is fucking. I just love the the build up to that song, and like even though like the the chords and the riff isn't like impressive, I just felt like it was so punchy, and there was so what much it, fucking yeah. angst behind it, bro. That I was like. Bro, I want a fucking two step, but I don't want people to be like, "Oh, what are you listening to? Knock loose, nah, dog, switch foot." <laughs> it does go hard as fuck for alt rock for no reason. Yeah. Sometimes they have some really interesting chord changes. Mm-hmm. They do some really interesting stuff. Yeah, I felt like such a caveman listening to it. I'm like, bro, there's no chugs. I don't know why I'm not getting into it. I'm like, I'm like, the lyrics are cool. Like, I really like the lyrics. I really liked how introspective it was. But my my, I'm like just sitting here listening to it, and I just wanted to be like, for so much dog. I can't lie. I was like more fit in the punch walls listening to Switchfoot record than the Census Bill album. That's so funny. But it's, it's different strokes for different folks, man. Yeah, so, bro. Like, that it is. That's funny. That's cool. Well, you guys, we made it through. We successfully we looked into and listened to a bunch of records that we probably wouldn't normally otherwise had. Have? We oh, other had. we have wouldn't had? otherwise ever hadest. <laughs> the don't fuck me up. Ha- don't fuck me up. Haberdashery. Others. I'm trying to get this. We wouldn't Haber have otherwise had. We wouldn't had, had otherwise. We wouldn't we had uh, we wouldn't had other you know what? We're just going to chalk it up to listen to we'll, it. We'll get it next time. We'll get, we'll figure out that sentence <laughs> we'll next, next time, boys. <laughs> I'm fucking, it's, we lost uh, boys. Better look next time. <laughs> yeah, Chris did pretty well, but uh, we lost him there at the end. He, uh, I think he really had a stroke. He couldn't even put that one sentence together. He was if talking you in the were going d- on a mission. Twenty five of you were coming back. <laughs> it's it turned to like nine p.m. and then he just stopped talking and sat in the dark for like fucking two hours. <laughs> yeah, the fucking lights went off and then we just had to finish the episode by ourselves. It was weird, but yeah, hell yeah. So now the question that um, I will ask: Is there any one record that you listen to and are going to leave with a new profound respect and possibly? has now made, now going to make the rotation of your listenings. Definitely the switch foot for me. Absolutely. I got to keep jamming that. It was something that I definitely heard on the radio as a kid. Mm-hmm. And like I said, just came back to it. Glad it's being brought up because it's a phenomenal record. Definitely going to be back in the rotation. Hell yeah. Yeah. Tucker, what you got? Mine was definitely the Volta album. Um, oh, word! Uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna put it on like the random like like chaos playlist, man, because it's yeah. gonna be so much fun to go from like 
fucking flume to this like it's nutty <laughs> it's, Hell yeah. it's gonna be so much fun but it, it's not something that I, I i think i'll ever like be like oh man i'm in a mood to listen to music i'm gonna sit down and listen to it but i think it's like background music and something i can just enjoy for the the sonic chaos that it really is and the like it really just it reminds me of just a writhing horror but like like it's an album, you know, and yeah. I just think that's really sick. <laughs> yeah, <So. laughs> you could say with that kind of description, you could almost say that it is a Lovecraftian. Mm, yeah, a little, no. a little Eldritch, a yeah. little, a little delousing. A little. I'm a Lovecraft guy, even though he had questionable beliefs and he had bad names for his cats, and he was also not very descriptive. Yeah. I do like that he likes monsters from space. And that's pretty cool. That is that is tight. Yeah, he set up a bunch of really cool story arcs that people have ripped off for a hundred years and will continue yeah. to rip off. Good. Wait, you, you got to start somewhere. You need a baseline. I'm that's honest. fine. <laughs> Might as well start with a racist guy from a hundred years ago. Listen, we don't have to follow his his beliefs and his. Uh, his that, is, that is true. But he did have a he did have a creative mind. I just like mm-hmm. to think that Cthulhu probably hates that he hates other races because Cthulhu wants everybody to die equally. <laughs> yeah, I would if I had if I were a gambling man, I would say that <laughs> I would say that Cthulhu probably doesn't give a shit about any of us. But Cthulhu knows know. everything, so yeah. Cthulhu has to have an opinion. He doesn't. Omniscient. I'm not, I know you don't believe in God, okay? But think about it as a God for a second, okay? I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'm no, just, I'm I, just listen, jostling I, your trolleys. I know you're, I know you're joking, but if there's one thing I love to do, it's to, to feed into the joke. And I was, I'll debate, I'll debate that because if a God is all sentient, do you really think they're gonna want to pay attention to the, how many eight? If they're benevolent, people? perhaps. No, I honestly, have you ever built something and then just hovered over it for the rest of your life? No, you build it, and then guess what? You go away. My Tamaguchi says otherwise, bro. Your Tamaguchi? <laughs> he said Gucci. <laughs> it's Gachi, bro. It's Gachi. Tamaguchi. I got mine from a Lucky 7 convenience store. It's Tamaguchi, and it has little sunglasses. I thought you were going to say, I'm, I'm, I got it from a Gucci store. I'm like, okay, well, then I would stand corrected. <laughs> Man, pull it up. I, do I look cool enough to be in a fucking Gucci store? I don't know. Maybe you got like a clearance section. Maybe somebody, I don't know, maybe you stole it. I don't know. Well, I'm not here you to know judge. what? I won't. I won't lie to you, man. I won't lie to you. That's pretty funny. <laughs> man whipped out the Maybe Tama Supreme. The Tama, the Tama Supreme, bro. Yeah, I did fucking six months in county lockup for a Gucci Tamaguchi. <laughs> Gucci Tamaguchi. <laughs> yeah, they got me. It was counterfeit. I made it. So what? What do you want to fight about it? <laughs> what about it? It's a Pradagachi. Oh my god. That, sound, that sounds like a Allure. fucking chant to Allure. open up a portal. Pradagachi. Pradagachi. <laughs> That's that love. Are you bleeding thing. from your forehead? Me? Yeah. From what you just—it was—it was a joke. Because like, oh, you're opening sorry. a portal. Oh, like sorry. Eldritch power I is thought, ripping your skin. Yeah, I thought I like touched my head and I was like, "Am I bleeding?" I do. I am. Got <laughs> worried for a sec. All right. If I were, God, to, I just need to stop making jokes. <laughs> I don't know if there's any. I mean, I'm walking away with an appreciation for all the albums now, but as to. Which one am I probably going to listen to in my free time? Probably none of them at the moment. So I know Mars Volta will return. Mars Volta is in it, – it's – ooh, let me see if I can pull. Uh, 
Here we go. Uh, Mars Volta to me right now is at its aphelion place. Chris, what's aphelion mean? Let me tell you, <laughs> listener. Aphelion is a is a uh, if I remember correctly, it's a space term meaning that in a celestial body's uh, orbit, aphelion is the point in the orbit where it is furthest from the sun. So to me, Mars Volta is in its aphelion stage right now, and eventually it'll come around and it'll click with me. I know it will because there's a lot of things in it that I like. I'm just not – I don't think I'm artsy enough for it yet. But it'll give it time. It'll come back. It's a I nerdy, know it artsy album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a cat. He'll get there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> don't push me. Bro, I got two. I get it. The itch. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all got that brain worm. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I got <laughs> thick ass brain worm, bro. <laughs> you know what? My brain worm wears Gucci. What's your fucking brain worm wear? Not fucking Fubu. Gucci, apparently. <laughs> so, Supreme? Fubu from the clearance section at Walmart. <laughs> All right, guys. I wear a 7 Eleven merch. Hey, bro. Sometimes 7 Eleven hits. I really like I use their, their gloves. Pizzas. They're very comfortable. Their gloves? Yeah, they sell gloves. Oh, yeah, they do have. They do have. <laughs> you mean you just stole them from the back, like the ones that they used to like put the Tostitos and shit out? <laughs> no, I, no, I take the uh, the <laughs> cheese sticks. Gloves. I eat the cheese sticks <laughs> while I'm in the store. That's that's what I steal. Bro, that's those, fucking alpha, bro. Those tor- <laughs> those tornadoes, taquito things. Yeah, bro. Bro, I know I'm it's not dangerous. supposed to like gas station food because gas station is gross. I might be. I, I live off that. Gas station Buc-ies. food is gross. But I fucking those taquitos are great. The pizza, the pizza that Seven Eleven makes, surprisingly good. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what they do, but it's fucking fantastic. Is that right? Those little gross mini tacos. Those I love those. Love, oh, them. I fucking <laughs> no. love those things, bro. It they always look like shit every time they're in there. But I still get them, and I still think they taste good. And they're like I broken the big... apart and shit. They look awful, <laughs> and, you're just, and you just like drink them out of the fucking cup, and they're like just a little bit warm still, and you're like, yeah, I. Dude, I get the big fat hot dog on the roller, Ooh. and it just goes right through you. But it tastes <laughs> so good. Well, it clean it cleans you out like that yeah, citric nitrile shit. It's yeah. actually a detox. Most people don't know that. <laughs> it's the <laughs> nuclear option. It's the nu- <laughs> it does clean you out, but yeah. it's not going to be fun. Including uh, you won't any enjoy all it. populations. Pack. God damn it, shop. Sometimes, so I don't know if you guys use any special apps to like follow track your packages i use this app called shop yeah and, i use uh, that i, I hate when it just says <laughs> package from you usps.com is in transit it's like bro i didn't buy anything today <laughs> what are you sending yeah, no, it does tell me that i'm just getting something i'm like what the fuck is what yeah, is the, coming to me there's no and info it doesn't tell How do you know that from? like this random promoter is sending me tickets to my house? Like, why do you know that shop app? <laughs> oh, this is this is the one. So currently, this is a, a package that is in transit. It's due today, and it's coming from Memphis, Tennessee. And it's in like California or something. Yeah. Well, it was in Georgia earlier today, and it said that it was going to be. Here. <laughs> Like, bro, you guys, you guys are wrong. What are you gonna fucking launch it out of a cannon? What is Elon Musk got his fucking speed racer train thing ready in a, to send me packages? 
I don't think I so. I ordered a pedal. He said, give me a break. Give me a it break. It came from, like, Florida, and it took a pit stop in, like, Puerto Rico. I was like, what's going on here? You're spending more money <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> bro, they got to go though. get daiquiris, bro, in Puerto Rico. <laughs> or maybe they had to <laughs> fill your package with things that needed to get into Florida real quick. Ah. You can only fit so much cocaine in buttholes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. But in a pedal, a guitar pedal, you can fit guitar, so guitar much pedal. cocaine. The Jeez, possibilities are endless. Yeah. Just like your nostrils. <laughs> oh. I need to put something in my nose. It's been a while. Anyways, that's a good <laughs> note to end the show on. So, guys, thank you so much for uh, partaking in this fun little uh, thank you album for having thing. me. As yeah. always, yeah, absolutely, dude. it was a pleasure. Long time listener, first time uh, provider. Oh, <laughs> we always love entertaining newcomers, and I appreciate that you've been a listener because it's always. I think it's jarring for people who like come on and they like don't do any homework and they're like, oh, he's gonna like get sidetracked a lot. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's yeah, dude. yeah I have that's, that's what happens. I want to talk yeah. to you as a person. This, what you think this is Rolling Stone? What you think I'm a professional? Dude, no, my parents love listening to you. <laughs> Your parents are fans. Yeah. Oh, hi, mom they and dad. Awesome. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me come visit. Let me come stay in New York. I've never been. Absolutely, anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! I can go. Be yeah. we. You can show me all the lame touristy shit, dude. Yeah. We can get bacon, egg, and cheeses. Hey, I've never ketchup. Yeah, what kind of? I've never had real uh, New York pizza. Pizza. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go. We're to, gonna do all the touristy things. Don't take me to Times Square though. I heard it's we're a not nightmare. going to Times Square. It's I heard a it's a nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's not fun. Ooh, we'll mom and like, dad, take me to a record like store. Square. Yeah. Yeah, I bet we're you knew, got fun. great ones. Oh yeah, dude. Hell yeah! All right, so. Uh, boys, we'll start with Evan. Evan, hello. Promote your shit. Tell people where they can find and follow everything that is you and the music that you make. Here, um, you could follow me on Instagram at Evan Forkang. You could also shoot me friend requests. We could be friends on Facebook, and and I'll share all my shit there too. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Big Schmeedy Claws. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using Twitter lately, so you can find me there. That's fucking stupid, bro. Um, the delivery uh, is what fucking you, you really <laughs> emphasize the Schmeedy. Yeah, Big Schmeedy. It's S H Meedy. Yeah, uh, and then uh, yeah, you can find all my band stuff uh, atwwt.com across White Water Tower on tour. Come see us, come hang out, and uh, yeah, we'll be all over uh, the U.S. for the rest of the year. So come see me. Hell yeah! Follow that, Tucker. Oh, he I goes miss the button. Click. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Did so on the hype train. Oh shit! Oh yeah, it's probably my yeah, turn. Yeah, Tucker, right? where, can, <laughs> where can the people find oh, right. follow you? <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, you can find all my music and all my stupid shit uh, that I'm going to be posting to YouTube and stuff at Tucker Bio, uh, Instagram Tucker underscore Bio. Uh, I'm Tucker Walker on Facebook. I'm the emoer one, the one that's. Uh, in cosplay is from when I was 14. Don't friend request that one. <laughs> Unless you want to get uh, put on a list. Yeah, for fucking real. Uh, and then uh, my upcoming band is uh, Bioluminescent. All of the old Bioluminescent people died who tried to steal my project name. They don't have pages oh, anymore. No. So it's ours. It's our band name We now. went into but, a tailspin and we crashed into a hillside and the plane exploded into a giant fireball and everybody died except for Tucker. You know why? Because I'm the most important. Because he had his tray table up and his seat back 
and his seat back up and no and his seat up in the oh my god seat we i got to go to the bed back right position <laughs> and his and his seat <laughs> back <laughs> in the up right and his in the, the haberdasher position full, yeah. and his seat back in the full upright position oh my god we got it jesus christ see listener oh, sh- this is why we go to bed at 9 <laughs> Because my brain it's starts to get off. a little mushy. I'm sorry, I work late. <laughs> You're good. I just get up stupid early. I get up at three thirty. So I get up at I don't blame you. PM. Oh, PM. Mine's with an AM. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh boy, three PM. <laughs> <laughs> time to take a shower. <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. time to awaken for the day. <laughs> you know time what, Evan? <laughs> you know what's interesting though? Uh, for the entirety of this year, when I was getting off at two thirty. I was getting home at around three, and you know when I take my shower, three thirty. So there's a chance that we were showering together. Mm, isn't that nice? Doesn't that make your mom and dad uncomfortable that they're listening? That we may have showered together. Oh my goodness! Oh, at the same. Time. Oh my goodness! We were sharing the same water. Ooh. What are you doing, Stavro? <laughs> that's funny. All right, the Listener, water isn't the only thing. Telekinetic shower. Ooh. Bluetooth you know, shower. you know the drill. You know where we, you can find and follow Toon Junkies. You can find us on Facebook, but I'm not really playing that game anymore. So you can see all the cool artwork that I make for the episode art, then the records that I have on Instagram at Toon Junkies Podcast, um, and that's about it. You can fi- Toon Junkies there. If you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. But if you'd like to, uh, <laughs> if you must be involved in my life, you can find me on talk at datboypit6 i guess we're doing it backwards today or on instagram at chris and kitty so um normally i think i would ask like what have you guys been listening to lately but i don't think i want to do that for the panel episodes just because obviously we obviously we know what we've been listening to we just listened to four records so um now i'm gonna have to figure out like a new a new way to close out these these episodes but I don't have anything in mind for now. So <laughs> I guess I could end it with the last. <gasps> we could play a game. We could play a game. I do suck game. at games. We do we have a new game to play? Game. I like playing games on your show. What was the game that we played last time? Okay, so the remember? first time we did the... Um, the one where you got to name a band for like every letter of syllable a syllable sound word. off. Yeah, yes. that one. Okay. And then last time, fuck, what did you, we do? You did edible ensemble. We we yes. played it for a second, and I and got it immediately. You nailed it, and it was <laughs> the funniest thing. And I was like, we're done. It's not gonna get any funnier. Yeah, it was um like change the name of a band to incorporate like a food, and uh-huh. I said I set my meat on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I set it's, my it's meat done. On fire. Yeah, it was done yeah, immediately. Was it. <laughs> you, you just sepeku, bro. There's no there's no coming back. <laughs> we can play. A game called Drug Slang or Band Name. Okay? <laughs> I like this one. So Likely what, both. I'm going to read off a word or phrase, and you're going to tell me if that's drug slang or if it's a band name. Okay? Here we go. Fucking pull Who knows out my the streets? notes. We're going to keep this short because I have the to mean pee, streets and of I Michigan. also have to go to bed. Where is this? Here we go. Okay. First, now <laughs> is this drug slang or band name? Parcels, 
Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say I've heard that band before. Me too? I'm going to go the other way for the first time on this one and say it's drug slang. Drug slang? Or carrying some package of drugs. Oh, he's got a definition Perhaps. too. Good for you. Okay. That's Perhaps. that's bonus points. Okay. Let's Tucker, make the FBI feel better. Are you on? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go team band. We'll, we'll go splitsies. Yeah, so that we'll way see what happens. A... Okay. Evan says drug. Tucker says band. The answer is Parcels is a band. Ah, um, it as it. to uh, what band it is, I don't have any of the information in front of me. But let's do a pop quick punk. Google shirt. Google shirt. Google search. You said pop that punk? Like, that's what I'm going to guess. I'm going to close. they were like an indie band. I feel like I've heard that. Uh, Parcels are an Australian electro pop five piece formed in Byron Bay, Australia in 2014. Cool. Today, I just want them to be emo. I they guess they are based in Berlin, Germany. Whoa, that's a yeah. switch. Good for them. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Hell yeah. Their music's probably more popular there. They probably saw their Spotify statistics and were like, absolutely in yeah. Germany. Let's let's go. Uh, electronic headquarters. Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure. Let me see. Uh, oh man there was there used to be a thing up here oh no everything's maximizing i don't want them big (laughs) it's Um, too big you need the poster from alice in Wonderland. here we go Um, oh look at mr bigger than two inches over here probably (laughs) all right so then uh let's go with another one let's go with shoes is that band name or drug slang? I'm a good. I listen to a band called Squid, so I don't even fucking know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what makes this game so hard. I'm, I'm going to say drugs only because it sounds very much like prison <laughs> slang for some type of drug. And okay. I don't know. I'm just really feeling it in my street rat soul. Okay, so you're saying drug for extra bonus points that will be applicable to nothing. What drug is it slang for? He had he got bonus points for uh, giving a definition of his drug slang. I'm gonna. It wasn't a drug. It was a band. Maybe it's a drug for the German people. Okay. Uh, and what drugs do German people do? No, my joke was that uh, that the uh, uh, the last band. What what were they called again? Like passengers. No, I'm asking you. I know, but I was making a joke. I think heroin parcels. Yeah, I was saying like parcels is a drug for the German people. Was my my joke? But uh, I'm gonna guess for shoes. I'm gonna guess heroin. Uh, Not really a real reason, just because I feel like saying heroin. I guess. On the note of German people doing drugs, I don't know why I feel like they just do mad ecstasy, but I'm just going to go with drugs for the game answer. <laughs> what drug do you think it's? Shoes, 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 shoes. Um, you said heroin. Damn. Um, you can I, I, pick I, I, the same one if you want. If yeah, that's we can be a team. We yeah, don't have to be against each thing. other. Yeah. No, like that, that doesn't sound far-fetched to me. So, yeah, fuck it. The the black tar. Yeah. He said you look well, like a street rat, Tucker. I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, just, we'll see what happens. The I did rob the Gucci store. Is <laughs> it is in fact 
drug slang. Ooh. And it is, in fact, drug slang for heroin. No way. Our drug right, addicts. Congratulations. The one. police should be kicking in your door in three, two, one. Thank you for being on the show, you guys. And now enjoy your lengthy stint in prison. <laughs> All right. It's like when I got um, swatted. So swatted. let's do one more. Um, and this one is called, let's go with, hmm, well that one's dumb. Hey, can you guess <laughs> what, can you guess what paper acid is? <laughs> it's acid. It's LSD. That, that <laughs> has to be is. the name of a band too though. I'm sure no it way. is. <laughs> That has to be like a grindcore band or some shit. <laughs> so the thing that like I use for this game is the uh, DEA law enforcement book for, like, it's the all the de all the drug slang that they are aware of. So it's just <laughs> pages and pages and pages of this shit, bro. And it's like they're for marijuana, dude. No, no joke. It's this big. I fucking bet, dude. Full of fucking Fuck. words. But it's fun to read through them. Granddaddy Perp, Giggle Weed, Gorilla Glue, Purple Haze. Those Queen are literally strains. strains. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Anne's Lace. That one's... That's, that, what the that's, fuck is that? That one's kind of It's sexy, a strain. Bro. Hold on. I actually have some. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> you have Queen Anne's Lace? Oh, you're Anne's in Michigan, Lace? you lucky bastard. Yeah, I am. Hold on. Yeah, Hold he, on. It's right behind me. What? <laughs> Queen Anne's Lace? Honestly... If, I get it. If anybody was like, hey, do you want some Queen Anne's lace? I would say yes. I'm running in the opposite direction. N I would say yes, I've not even knowing my what it is. Time. <laughs> no, we saw and we heard you. We yeah. heard the I, I, fi I figured, but but I don't know how. But that's Very that's nice. that's Queen Anne's lace. No, they're kind of mids for dispensary weed, to be honest with you. Is that is that sativa? Yeah. Yeah. You fucking weirdo. I, what do you mean? What do you <laughs> did mean, you like look at it and you're like, that looks like a sativa fucking. I did. Listen, I listen. Are you a I wizard? Am, I, no, I am just a professional drug addict, and if I'm going to put drugs in my body, I'm going to do the research to make sure I know what it is. Who paid you to do drugs? Who paid you? Uh, well, yeah, who pay, who paid you to do drugs? So you're a professional, so that means you have to get paid for it, right? Like by definition. Well, I pay. I pay me. I have a job <laughs> that pays me to pay for the drugs that I do. So in that sense, I th I look okay, at the Kendrick term professional Lamar. more in the sense of how educated I am in on the subject. So maybe professional, maybe I should be saying I am a doctor and the, I have more Credentials. than eight, yeah, I have more than eight years of experience in the school of drugs. Okay? Perhaps you're a historian. Yeah. Oh. Now historians don't do though. Historians just, they, they learn about it and then they recite the knowledge. So you're a scientist. Yes. Ooh, I am a scientist of chemicals. I, I call mm. myself a chemist. I can't lie. A chemist, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all drugs are. It's just you know chemical reactions in your brain and how. I mean, that's all that love is. Too. Hallucinogens will never not fucking baffle. Slap. Like you're telling me, I put this. That too. Well, boys, I'm gonna close this out because if not, we will keep talking and talking and talking because we I just will. enjoy your company so much. As do I. That looked sarcastic, I but I assure you, it was just nope. meant to sound funny. It was well, sincere, but it, I said it in a funny way. I, so I didn't take it personally. Boys, thank <laughs> I you did, very much. Um, I thank don't you. really know how I'm going to close this episode out, but we'll figure something out. So until then, this has been a Toon Chunkies podcast. My name is Chris, and I will see you on the next episode.